This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 262. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Jim. And hopefully, if you stuck around for 261 episodes, this sounds a whole lot better this year. Uh, we got all brand new studio mics, and uh, we actually got some nice XL- XLR ones. Uh, Jeff did a nice donation to the studio for three of them. Nice job, Jeff. Nice job. Good job, Jeff. Nice job. Thank you. And uh, I did a donation of one. Well, actually, my parents did for a Christmas gift. Um, but uh, hopefully, everybody thing sounds a lot better this year. And uh, I'm pretty excited about these things, Jeff. I never knew microphones would get me this excited. I didn't know they would get you that excited either. They did. I'm a, I'm a little turned on. I'll be honest. I'm just proud that uh, all this money that we're making, we're able to afford new equipment. I don't think that... But see, I haven't seen this money. Uh, oh, my bad. <laughs> Municipal? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so this is our first episode of the year. Uh, Blake is out sick. Uh, he has... He's uh, worked himself too hard the last two weeks. He has. Actually, he's not sick. Uh, since the government shut down, he thought that we were a government-sponsored podcast. We're not. That's that's the stump one uh, down the hall. Um but, yes, yeah, so he's out this week. Hopefully he's back next week and feeling better. Uh, we told him not to bring any germs to the studio. So, uh, Jeff, did you miss this? Hmm. Uh, I wouldn't exactly say I missed it. Okay. It was a nice break. I feel like... I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah, that, oh, my God, I don't want to do it anymore. I enjoy doing this. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to get a break for a couple of weeks. Yeah, we had three weeks off. And um, it, we record on Tuesdays. It was very nice to have, like, recharge the batteries, get creative. Well, I don't know about creative. Uh, but it was nice to come back after having a little bit of time off. Well, especially since the holidays were falling on our record day. Yeah, and I, especially since I feel like by the end of the year, we're just pretty much exhausted. Um, the holidays are come up, like you said. I feel like it's uh, nice to have a little time off there. 
So, Jim, how are you? I am doing well. I mean, if you guys just want to take time off, just pull a Blake. I could. We could. Just, just don't show up. That's true. That is true. But okay. my government, no, 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 my, my company didn't shut down. Thank God. And I'm a little worried that if I badmouth Blake, he's going to get mad at me. <laughs> he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> he should. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, so we are back. So from now on uh, until who knows when, uh, we'll have all new studio, uh, new episodes, at least until Christmas time. And then we'll record. <laughs> we still had new episodes. Uh, so, yes. Uh, moving on. Uh, can we have a breath of silence for Mean Gene Okerlund? Some sad news. Anyways, sad day. Poor Mean Gene. Hulk Hogan came out on Monday Night Raw last night. Or Jim. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he talked about Mean Gene. Uh, two other people passed away the same day that Mean Gene did. Can you please tell us? Uh, the captain from the Captain Tennille. Daryl Dragon. And who was the third? Oh, I can't remember either. And it was the one that I was actually most uh, distraught over. I'll find out who died. Yeah, look that up. I will look that up. No, I'm angry at myself for forgetting. Um, real quick on wrestling. Uh, well, first off, Mean Gene. If you grew up watching the uh, wrestling in the 80s, uh, you know who Mean Gene is. Uh, mean Gene was the one that held everything together. Yes. He was the glue of the WWF. And uh, I, we put something on our Facebook page, at the History of Bad Ideas on Facebook, um, showing uh, WWE sent, sent a video out of the best um, best clips of uh, Mean Gene. So go to our Facebook page. Like us, too, if you're there, please. We really appreciate that. It uh, gets us noticed. Uh, but, yes, it shows the best clips of Mean Gene. And I forgot all about uh, him and Hulk Hogan tagging up in wrestling. I forgot all about that in the training <laughs> montages back in the day. Oh, that was... That was sweet. It was. <laughs> it was. I think he chased a chicken. Oh, no, that was Vince McMahon that chased the chicken <laughs> for the Royal Rumble to get ready in 99. Uh, but, yeah, Mean Gene was amazing. Um, so, yeah, the sad moment there. Who else was the other person? Did we find out? It was Bob Einstein, better known as Super Dave Osborne. That's who it was. That's who it was. Um, which I never knew that wasn't his name back in the day when I was growing up with Dave Letterman. I thought that was his name was Dave Osborne. I could see that. That's mm -hmm. how the character. Was he a comedian in real life? Is uh, that what he was? He was a a writer first or whatever. Okay. He was a, a yeah, a comic writer. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was like a stand-up, but he was a started out as a writer and got doing uh guests and skits mm -hmm. on I can't remember what show it was. Bizarre. But, well, then he went to Bizarre after yeah, that. I yeah, did that's why and then that's where I first noticed him as Super Dave Osborne. But what's bizarre? It was an HBO uh, original comedy like sketch show, yeah. starring uh, John Biner. Mm -hmm. oh. He he was a comedian. John Boehner? No, no, no. Oh, Boehner. Okay. Biner with a you Y. Mean... There's a Y in his oh, name. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was going to say that's down the hall. That's down the hall. We don't do that. Uh, let's see here. Um, real quick news on wrestling today. Uh, Jim would be excited about this, but probably not. But, you know, he's he's closest to me here on wrestling. No one else loves it as much as I do. Uh, AEW. Ever, ever, anywhere. No one loves it as much as you anywhere. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Now I just got to find how to make money with my love of wrestling. Wrestling is not in that card. <laughs> I can't wrestle. Uh, elite, All Elite Wrestling from Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks was announced. Um, they had the pep rally today. Uh, it's a new organization. Uh, funded by the cons who do Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, did you see the colors they were wearing? No, they were in the thing. They were wearing all like teal, yeah, and uh, like Jackson, like Jaguars colors. 
<laughs> well, did you see some of the news though coming out of it? Uh, not right. Okay, so they supposedly con the, con his son uh, is has a hundred million dollars of his money into yes. it. Yes. Which, he's been a wrestling fan since he was seven, he said. Oh, he's, he's a huge wrestling fan. So that's good. That's the first thing. The rumor is that TBS is picking them up for an hour and a half show. That would good. be awesome. The first, pay, the first pay-per-view match, or pay-per-view is May 25th. That's the kickoff to the, to the series, or to the uh, Federation. But today, they announced some of the signings. First off, you have Cody Rhodes, who's running it, mm-hmm. along with Khan. Uh, you have his uh, wife, wife. Mm-hmm. who's intelligent as hell. She's running the marketing, basically, merchandising. Young Bucks are in there. They're smart. They're vice presidents as well. Uh, Hangman Page is there. He's he's great in New Japan wrestling. And then Neville, a.k.a. Pac, showed up and signed. So he's there. That would be good. That's nice. Um, uh, the Southern Cal guys came in. Uh, Chris, uh, the Fallen Angel, uh, Chris, um, shoot. Keep on saying Matthews. That's not it. No, Chris, Chris Daniels. Chris, Chris Angels. Daniels. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Chris Daniels. Uh, Kazarian, or however you say his name. And there's another one in their group. I always forget Frank. Um, I forget what the other guy's name is. They signed. Uh, I know I'm missing a couple other ones. The big one, Chris Jericho signed. Seriously? Yes, he signed. He came out and talked. Did they get Goldberg yet? Goldberg is the rumor for the commissioner role. Not showing up, not mm-hmm. wrestling every week, but he'll be the commissioner. Which I'm okay with him in that role. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, they said they want to make a splash and get a, a big headliner, uh, kind of like mm-hmm. that in there. But I think Jericho's good. Again, Cody is a good enough wrestler to carry a lot of this stuff. But mm-hmm. he's he is above average wrestler, but he can sell the shit out of things. Mm-hmm. Like not just in the ring, but outside the ring. Uh, the nice one that I like that not a lot of people know is um, um, sorry, Major League Wrestling is the one I watch, and uh, Conrad Thompson is the owner of it. And uh, or is is involved in it. Well, he's now involved in uh, AEW. So I don't know what's going on with that. So I haven't had enough time to look at. It. But my one of my one of the intriguing wrestlers they signed was um, was Maxwell J. Friedman, who is in Major League Wrestling. He's basically a rich prick and he's young. He's like 22, 23. And he is a decent wrestler. And he'll probably be, and he's signed with AEW, too, uh, which I was upset. He left um, MLW, but I'm glad he's in it. Big thing is um, all wrestlers, uh, whether you're women or uh, 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 women or men, um, it's going to be equal pay based on your standing. You know where you know how they signed you in that. So there's no sliding scale, I guess, on the merchandise is different in WWE with men and women. In AEW, they're not doing that. It's all equal. So, so good for them. So the women are going to have a more prominent role. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to be get better talent then. Yeah. Well, that's what they were thinking, and they signed with. Uh, OEW, which is Oriental Wrestling, or OWE, Oriental Wrestling Enter- Exchange. I don't know, something like that. Uh, so they're going to get a lot of Japan names, but I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, you know what? If you can get some something out there, uh, another federation that actually has backing for it, that's awesome. Hmm, I'm going to have to contact to see if the hot young Briley Pierce is uh, going to make any appearances with uh, his group of people, with him, uh, draw, Judas Drawson, uh John Morrison or and those guys. Well, Morrison's the Impact wrestler yeah, champion. He's an Impact. But. Um, but it would be interesting to see if they're doing it. And the I, the big thing is that Kenny Omega, the biggest star in the world in wrestling, is coming to AEW because he's friends with all of them. Yeah, I have not seen much with Kenny Omega. I just keep hearing about him. But that's huge because WWE supposedly made him a huge offer and he turned it down for AEW. 
And the other cool thing is Cody Rhodes and Young Bucks have a lot of names from, that came from New Japan to WWE, AJ Styles, um, The Club, which is uh, Car, uh, Carl Anderson and Gallows, Finn Balor, Nakamura. All their uh, contracts are up this year. And their rumor is that AJ signed through April. He signed a three-month extension to get through WrestleMania. Nakamura's up in the summer, I believe. And uh, Gallows and uh, Anderson are up at the end of the year. Uh, and Ty Dillinger is friends with them. And he, he's he's been tweeting about AEW. So if you could get some of those guys, I would not be surprised if um, uh, AEW uh, gets Styles. He lives near Jacksonville. He doesn't want me on the road anymore. And they're paying decent money, obviously. I could see them getting AJ. So uh, the other big get I think they should get is with Cody Rhodes involved, are they going to get Goldust? I think it would be <laughs> awesome if they had Goldust. The impressions sound better on the mics. Do you think yes, Jeff. that yes. Goldust would switch and still do that Type of character. No, the rumor is that no. he's going to be doing. No, no. <laughs> the rumor I'm like, is that shouldn't he's... he be tired of doing that? He's shit? still doing it. Well, he's getting paid for it. Yes, but if he can get paid to not do that, it was his idea. One of his ideas. Well, it, apparently his others failed, uh, <laughs> or or he had some rough... didn't like his others. I'm just going to run in there and kick people in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Wait, I like it. But, but wait, wait, wait! I'm going to paint myself black and gold. <laughs> And just be really, really weird. <laughs> it was his idea to wear the lingerie at WrestleMania 12 when he fought Piper and got stripped of it. <laughs> uh, the rumor is that he's going to join them uh, next year as a producer and behind the stage, behind the scenes. I, I definitely see that happening. I think it's funny because tr- I think WWE nobody's going to take them down. They're Disney of wrestling. No one's taking them down. I but I don't know. Vince is going to be stepping away to do his football. Linda's uh, working for the government. Well, she's not working now. <laughs> no, she probably still is. No, I know the, she the, is. Those people are still working. What do you mean, those people? The cabinet, oh. the politicians. Well, they're not working when we did a regular in session. Well, they're still getting paid. Oh, How's sorry, that? my bad. I want to kind of congratulate Linda for being one of the uh, holdovers of this uh, cabinet who hasn't quit. Do you think she's just in an office somewhere in the west, in the east wing, away from everybody? She's hanging out with Ben Carson. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> Is Carson still in the cabinet? Yeah. Yep. Really? Still HUD. Does um, he know he's still in the cabinet? No. Okay. <laughs> Rick Perry, he's still in the cabinet. Rick Perry's he? still in there. Is he still energy? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, well, that's a surprise because they were going to dismantle energy, weren't yes, they? Yes, and it was his idea. <laughs> was Devo still in there, too? Yeah. 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 I think those four are... <laughs> I think there were six. Okay. <laughs> I forgot all about Perry. So, anyway, so AEW is going to be interesting. May 25th. I'm excited for it. Um, so we'll see what happens with it, though. If they can get some of those guys, I don't think you're ever going to take down WWE, but you're going to make a dent into them. We want we want wrestling wars again. The Raw and yeah. SmackDown. Well, they got uh, it's spo- the uh, they did trademark Tuesday Night Dynamite and SmackDown in the fall is going to um, Friday nights on Fox, which is great for them because yeah, but they're going to be an opening. So the the idea is that they're going AEW is taking over Tuesday nights. Okay. So, TBS or TNT, they said, is the deal. So, I'm excited for it. I think you get the cons behind it. They're going to get a lot of, a lot more mainstream stuff, and they're going to get deals better. 
So I'm excited for it. Good for them. Well, Anytime you have competition, I'm good with. Yeah, and I think it's a smart idea not to have your programs at the same time. Correct. Like they did in the 90s when Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. or not SmackDown, Raw and Nitro went against yeah. each other, and it was like you had to watch one or the other flip between so you weren't getting everything. Well, you can DVR everything now. That's true. You can do that Well, now, a but. lot of it is not even their ratings on TV. It's more even uh, streaming online. Yeah. Major League Wrestling is on the BN, BN network, which I don't even know where you can find that network on. Um, um, and it's on DirecTV, I think. But a lot of their, they get like 100,000 to 200,000 views just on YouTube. That's where I watch it. Uh, they have their own channel. Um, so, like I said, anytime you have competition, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm all for it. So, there's your wrestling news. No, I have a, a little fun story about this. Is, yeah. Uh, my coworker, who's the listener, uh, Michael Pierce, uh, he. Big Jacksonville Jaguars fan, mm-hmm. and uh, big wrestling fan too. Uh, we watch. Uh, we've been watching all the Royal Rumbles. Uh, oh yeah, I've been doing that too on yeah. the way on my bus ride home. Yeah, we've been watching the Royal Rumbles. But uh, he's there's he met another Jacksonville fan. There's uh, two. Yes. Wow. Who is really good friends with Khan's son? Really? Yes. <laughs> really. And, and so <laughs> they're talking about with wrestling and everything, and Pierce is like. Hmm, maybe I can get a lot of free stuff or find a job with this. <laughs> if he can get some AEW shirts for us, that would be appreciated too. <laughs> because the guy said, because that's all you want is a shirt? Well, yeah. How <laughs> about a job? <laughs> oh, yeah, the, that would be great. The guy uh, was talking to Pierce and he, said, he mentioned uh, Pierce to Khan I believe, and he's like, oh, I'd like to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> Done? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I tweeted at something. I was I've been watching the Rumbles. Have you watched the 1988 one? They that's very well the but, first official one. They, yeah. On paper, it was the one Duggan wins, and I was watching oh. it. And this is an old throwback. Sam Houston was beating up Danny Davis in the Rumble, and I go, <laughs> "Well, that's 1980s right there wrestling." <laughs> it's like Sam Houston who had like a cup of tea with the WWF at the time. WWF, but it was great because Bret the Hitman Hart was number one first wrestler in the Rumble ever officially, and he lasted like forty minutes or so. He lasted until wow. eighteen. There was only twenty wrestlers in the first one, and unfortunately, Duggan won. <laughs> he beat uh, now, you, Danny Davis, wasn't he a uh, referee? Yes. Okay. Dangerous. Danny, dangerous. Danny Davis. And he, even his tights were black and white. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he was so over. People hated him so much. Anytime he came close to the ropes to be eliminated. They were cheering for it. And he lasted a while. But Duggan beat, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who beat uh, Dino Bravo, rest in peace, and One Man Gang. And the fourth guy in it, Don the Rock Morocco. Of course, it really pissed me off. Every time they said The Rock, I kept waiting for Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I, think, I forgot. I think one that we watched that we just had to laugh uh, was I think it was 2006, maybe, or 2007. Uh, it was Batista and Cena. Oh, when they tied? When they tied, and they weren't supposed to tie. Yes, they fucked and up. They, they fucked up, and they, they both fell out of the ring, and they were supposed... Uh, Batista was supposed to hold on, but mm. he lost his grip on the ropes, and they both fell and hit him almost at the same time. Yes. And Vince came down all pissed off, <laughs> comes down, and he goes to jump in the ring. Oh, that's when he hurt himself? And he rips both his quad muscles. And he's yeah. sitting there on the ground yelling uh-huh. at them. 
<laughs> Which you got to give the guy cojones there because he's laying on the ground, both quads torn, yelling, doing his part. He's got still. him in so much pain. Yes. Oh yeah, he does. But he's a showman, so the show must go but, on. But he's just sitting there against so, the ropes. So his anger was real. Yes, his tears were real. He was irate that they fucked it up. Well, I knew he came down screaming, and I thought that was just the act. Oh no, no. they no. fucked it up, and and they, like, I mean, I. The wrestlers and the officials and the refs there did a great job in trying to make it look kind of flawed. Correct. Yeah. I got like, no, no, he did it. And they raised one guy. No, he raised his hand. And then. No, they did a great job if that was a mistake. Yeah. They did a a great job of covering it up. There, I will say the 1990s from like mid 90s till like 2001, there's some really bad rumbles. Uh, The one that lasts, what, about. Thirty-five minutes. Thirty-five minutes. Yeah. That was. I'm, we're watching that one. And we're like, did they get enough people in the ring? It was thirty wrestlers, but it was sixty seconds. They went to one minute one intervals. One minute intervals. They never well, did it again. One minute. There yeah. was a couple that were longer, like uh, whatever the story called for. Yeah. When uh, Hart came out and beat up uh, Owen. Owen. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't even get to the ring. Yeah, and then there was others. It was like I think that was twenty-eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was, but it was Shawn Michaels beat the Bulldog because. The bulldog threw him over. He didn't touch. He thought he did. Uh-huh. But the worst thing is that was the one they said. Oh, Shawn Michaels went coast to coast first ever. I'm like, it went 35 minutes. He's yeah. okay. He's fine. That's not a big thing. He was one, and Bulldog was two, and they were the last two in it. And they needed uh, to do that because up until that point, Ric Flair was the guy that went the farthest at number three oh, and they in '92, and he left already. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to put one of their new guys in there as the record holder. It's very so whoever won when it came down to those two was going to be... Yes. I mean, they both actually have the record, right? Yeah, because they both went one and two. Because they, they, neither one was in the ring longer than the other, because once the feet hit, Correct. the match was over. So they both have the record, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that's well then it got since... Well, uh, was Benoit got a number one, didn't he? Uh, yeah, and he he went longer, and then they had to change that up because he Cause, he, had yeah. a, he had a small issue. I don't know what it was. Um, <laughs> they had Ray do it then. They had Ray Mysterio take over a couple years later. Oh, seriously, Mysterio yeah. was yeah. a he was what an hour and six minutes or something. Mm-hmm. It was awful. But what, I mean, he's no Billy Kidman. That's true. What bothers me now is that uh, that all the eliminations that Reigns has like the most eliminations now. Yeah, he just comes in and throws thirty seven people out. Well, he Superman punches him, doesn't he? Not what? anymore. I don't think he's going to do it this year. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, so, well, there's your wrestling talk. Oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said Reigns has the has it now. Who had it before for the Kane. most eliminations? Kane. Kane? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about uh, what's his... Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels were next. Really? Oh, I yeah. thought I thought somebody like oh crap, what's his name? The big guy who just came in and cleared the ring, and then it took eight people to throw him out. Uh, the Great Khali. Yeah, he had the most in a match. I oh. think he had like thirteen. Oh, I thought he, he did that like a couple years in a row. Yeah, he had uh, the most in a match. It may have been twelve or ten, and then Reigns beat that record one year. Uh, or then yeah, I think it was him that beat the record. Uh, yeah, in watching is we picked three. From now, we watched four of them from like four different eras, mm-hmm. and uh, Mabel, <laughs> Viscera, <laughs> Big Daddy V, <laughs> and the world's largest love machine. Oh, I forgot when they made that with him. They was were... in was in those four. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Daddy V might be the worst. Even Viscera looked kind of badass. Big Daddy V was just a big purple marshmallow. <laughs> but I mean the. 
the world's mo- the biggest love machine when he was wearing the silk pajamas. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. No, Big Daddy V, that was the trench coat thing, wasn't yeah. it? Big okay, was, my bad. The, 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 yeah, the world's largest love machine was the uh, purple. purple. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And then he, uh, I'm, I forget who it was that, that that they had that they punished. Apparently, the guy did something backstage where Danny Pooter, Pooter uh, Daniel Pooter. No, it wasn't the Pooter one. Oh, okay. This one that they they put the guy in the middle of the ring and Viscera humped him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we we watch that Daniel Pooter one all the time. Where just the first five minutes of it, where Benoit, the, fr- the first two in, it's, it's Benoit and uh, Guerrero. Oh yeah, that's right. And then Pooter comes in, and they. Just beat the snot out of him for two minutes. The good news is the next guy helped Pooter out. Bob Holly then comes in. <laughs> the biggest asshole ever. The guy who was running their developmental yes. stuff at the time. Yeah. And so Guerrero and Benoit just step aside and let Bob Holly wail on him. One of the greatest comments was by Taz, who was announcing at the time, I think he just knocked his areola off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Holly goes out and beats him. Beats him silly for two minutes. They throw him out, and then they immediately t- take out Bob Holly. Yes, <laughs> and Holly's fine with it. <laughs> but he did what he wanted to do. Yeah, uh, because what Peter tried to uh, legitimately hurt Kurt Angle. Yeah, <laughs> at the one of the tough enough competitions. Yeah, because he was a MMA fighter and an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> There's your wrestling talk. So if you're new to our podcast. Uh, this is what it's kind of about. We just kind of bounce around uh, to different topics. Usually, we don't talk twenty minutes about wrestling, but hey, you know what? We have a, a good wrestling story to talk about. We did, so. AEW baby. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, follow us there. We appreciate it. Uh, also on our Facebook page, History of Bad Ideas, we put a lot of news and uh, stories out there, and ask for you guys' opinions. So do that. Uh, this week we had the Twitter poll of the week. Uh, what January film are you most excited to see? Jeff, please explain, since you were in the, the theater business, what is January uh, for movies? Uh, January is pretty much a dump time. Uh, bad movies. Well, you're either going to get movies that are trying, that have been released in like New York and LA coming out, ex- expanding their release, or you're going to get a bunch of movies that they, uh, what do you call the studios have on their books that they just want to get out and so they can get them off their books. So you tend, January tends to be a dump time for bad movies. Uh, yes, except, uh, so we got some options here. Uh, bad ideas podcast here. The, uh, some of the poll or the poll this year. Eh, if I can talk, I've been out of practice too long. The poll of the week was what January film are you most excited to see? Number uh, we got replicas, we have glass, serenity, which is not the Firefly movie, no, <laughs> and other you can tell us below, and uh, we had a decent amount of uh, listener uh, feedback on this one, so we appreciate it in terms of uh, voting. Uh, in last place, tied serenity and replicas with three percent. Yes, I've never even heard of replicas before the poll, and the only thing I knew about serenity was fans of Firefly kept saying, change the name of your movie. Oh, poor Wash. Replicas the last, like, two weeks has done a decent advertising. Yeah, they've done, they've done a pretty I good job I must have missed them because I still don't know what it is. Okay. Is that Keanu Reeves? I believe it is. He's in oh. it. 
Uh, basically, I think somebody dies in a play, uh, car crash, and they re- they try to make a new one out of robots that are like full AI. Like he tries to rebuild his family. I think. Oh, I don't know. And then obviously, what happens with robots, Jeff, in sci-fi? Uh, they always turn on you. Yes. What? They became all-knowing. <laughs> uh, then in uh, second place, other. Tell us below. Uh, Besotic Geek had Fantastic Beasts 2 and Aquaman. Because yeah, to him, January movies came out in November. Yes. <laughs> Way to be timely. It's not like Besotic has a podcast to be updated on. No, not at all. Or it's not like he has his time spent being the Canadian of the year. Nope. Thanks, Scott. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Number 1 had Bossy Breast 2. Came out last week, which I'm excited for. Doctor Number 1 would be excited for that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't want to tease anything, but next week we have a plot lines for Bossy Breasts, too. Oh, so I shouldn't look up to nope, see what it is? Nope, don't look up Bossy Breasts. If well, anybody does, if they get this plot, I think you're cheating. Really? You don't think I could be able to figure out what it nope. is? Nope. I'll tell you right now. What? It's following the events of Bossy Breasts. Uh, see, I think it's a prequel. Oh. <laughs> ah, see? Uh, no, because then it would be Bossy Breasts the beginning. <laughs> You think that's the reason? I I believe it's porn. No, 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 no. (laughs) And so there really doesn't have to be plot. (laughs) Oh, that's how you can tell good porn from bad porn. I still want to know the plot. If there's a plot, it's good porn. And you can always send in, listeners, uh, you can uh, send it over to us on Twitter. Uh, What plot lines movie you want us to see to talk about? Basically, we try to figure out what the plot is from a movie we haven't seen. Uh, You just have to give us the year and the title. Uh, if you want to do porn, that's fine. We'll try to figure out the, the plot. Hopefully not just that we haven't seen that we've never heard of. Before. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, and then, so don't send in Sister Act 2 uh, or Godfather. Uh, <laughs> I've seen one of those movies. I know, and sadly, so have I, Sister Act 2. <laughs> what do you mean sadly? Lauren Hill was great in that movie. <sighs> Better than Marlon Brando, I guess. Uh, and number one, 85% of the vote, Glass. Not Glass. a surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a little surprised it's a January release. I know they're trying to spread out the calendar a little more. February used to be a pretty bad dumping ground. Uh, you know, you would get maybe a couple of uh, romantic comedies around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. But in the last couple of years with, like, Deadpool coming out in February, mm-hmm. and this last year Black Panther was a February release. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I'm... Uh... Glass, they said they're looking for 60 to 70 million opening weekend. Ooh, that well, that sounds high to me. But there's nothing else to really compete against it, unless all the, the stuff yeah. that's still there. Oh, yep. yeah, all the, you know, maybe expanded releases for the mm-hmm. potential Oscar winners and whatnot. But, yeah, since the, the Oscar uh, uh, nominees have not been released yet, that... no one knows what movies they want to watch before the Oscars yet. Uh, also, let everybody know that the Golden Globes was this weekend. Uh, Scab Jeff will be on next weekend um, t- since we got new studio, new monitor, or new uh, microphones. We kind of wanted to make sure everything was okay. We didn't want Scab Jeff to come in and ruin the studio. Yeah, pretty much. Spills beer on it. And also, uh, congratulations to Scott again for being the Canadian of the Year from the Pop Culture Cafe co- podcast. So just want to let you know. Uh, let's see here. Also, some other bit quick news here. We are on Danger Entertainment Network. Danger. Uh, uh, they started, uh, we got a whole new uh, podcast network there. We got some great pods over there. Um, so check them out. Uh, we're also on nerdly.co.uk. Good day, mate. Cheeky monkey. Something British. Go on. Uh, 
my Black Lightning review start up on Nerdly.co. They have, shut up. In a couple weeks. I have uh, nothing against your reviews. I know. You your reviews are fine. <laughs> I have something against that god-awful television show. <laughs> well, speaking of god-awful, but it's not. It's amazing. Riverdale starts up the same week. And I keep thinking about doing uh, a, a review, like a uh, review of each episode for Nerdly. You should. Go back and review all the old ones. Rewatch every single one again and write a review on it. Season two is not good. Uh, season one was not good. Season one was great. Season three has been amazing. And I keep looking... You won't have to talk to him like for weeks if he does that. <laughs> <laughs> the bad thing is, though, it's like, I don't even know how to do a review of Riverdale because it's so batshit crazy. I, I, I can't. Uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, we're on those, so check them out. We're on Tangibound Network, and uh, we're on WeBeGeeksPC.com. Every Wednesday it comes out. And we got some more things in the cards as well. And we're also on Geek Life Radio. Jeff, keep updating, please. Sure. Uh, please do. Uh, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Eastern. Or nope. Flip those around. 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Jeff, please update. Sure. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Um, and uh, Jim, do you want to do some listener feedback? We can do some listener feedback. Who's it sponsored by? Um, it's sponsored by the U.S. government. Oh. That well, they didn't send me anything since they're shut down. So yeah, I really so have, so we're not getting paid. We're not getting so paid. So we're not going to give them the the due that they deserve. I mean, our our government employee didn't even show up today. Um, speaking of government employees, there's a speech going on right now. If you want to listen, oh, or you can listen save to the us. time and listen to Obi. Yes, that's better. <laughs> so, the bomb listener feedback from Doug. Number one fan. A-Pans. Can't give yourself a nickname. Is The Masked Singer be better than Riverdale? Or is it going to be better than this English in this uh, <laughs> question? Well, what it, is... Will The Masked Singer yeah. be better than Riverdale? Is The Masked Singer going I, oh, I to think, be better? I think when he sent it, it was in Twitter, and he said, is this, and it was a link to The Masked Singer. Mm. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, going inter- to be, though. Intern yeah. Hackney fucked it up again with the, the spelling. Good job, Hackney. <laughs> you know what? If we actually paid, we could get some really good interns. <laughs> <laughs> we are raking in the dough here. We do. Oh, we do. I can't keep bringing that up. <laughs> the best part is uh, that we have these 15 uh, inch core, or 15 inch, 15 foot uh, cords for these mics that aren't, when they're not on the uh, mic stands and that. I can't wait to just walk around the Hobie studio singing. <laughs> Not unusual to be loved by anyone. He just, that was his best singing I've ever heard. He, he loves Tom Jones. Not unusual to be loved by you. And he just stole my idea. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> when, when, before you came down, he said he was going to walk around, specifically mentioned Tom Jones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like upstairs listening. No, I did not hear that part. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Because it was me, it'd be Barry Manilow I'm singing. What did you Her sing? Her name was Lola. She, she was, was a showgirl. With yellow feather in her hair and a dress cut down to there, she would merengue and do the cha-cha. Cha-cha. And while she tried to be a star, Tony always tended bar across the crowded floor. Boom, they boom. worked from eight till four. Boom, boom. They were young and they had each other. Who could ask for more? We're at the Copa. <laughs> Copa Cabana. Then I heard a gunshot. That's the next verse, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> wow, God, you just screwed up the whole song. 
We might just go on with another. Uh, oh, yes, it will be better than Riverdale. Yeah, it uh, can't be worse. This has the highest ratings for a, um, what is it, reality show mm-hmm. or competition in three years on network TV. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen a single minute of it. Antonio Brown got kicked off the first week. You can kick people off? Yeah. It's a competition. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, and, so while you, only the loser they reveal? And yes. the winner keeps going on? Yeah. So could Antonio Brown sing it all? I get. I have no idea. I didn't watch. Oh. I just saw that he was kicked off. I don't know who was kicked off well, last well, night. I thought they just had somebody come on. I don't. Is it a competition? Yeah, it's 12 people. There's 12 singers. So Antonio wow. Brown got kicked off, but shouldn't he have been playing for the Steelers? It was done over the summer. No, it was actually done over uh, last weekend of the <laughs> season. Last weekend, he wasn't there anyway. He it told me I can't make it. Why? I'm singing, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little high. <laughs> yeah, like, you're yelling in my ear. Sorry. Okay. It's because we're sitting right next to each other. Hi, Jess. Okay, next we have from the Ditman. Better film portraying an aquatic hero. Finding Nemo, Moana, or Aquaman. We all saw Aquaman. Yes, we did. We all saw Aquaman over there, our break. And uh, what do you think is better of these three? Uh, but which film is better or which one is better at portraying an aquatic hero? Let's do that one because that's what he said. I would say... At portraying an aquatic hero, I'd go Aquaman. What do you think? I think Nemo's a better film. Oh, but, I agree with that. But portraying an aquatic hero, there really weren't heroes in. Yeah, Nemo. Nemo. Well, who was a hero? I mean, it was just a not, guy. Not yeah. Marlon. Dory. Mar- Marlon would have been, I suppose, the hero. He's the one going on the journey. I'm going with the fi- uh, fish in the fish tank in the dentist's office because I really like them a lot. Okay. Bloat, bloat was your bloat favorite. Bloat was bloody. <laughs> The porcupine fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, I guess Aquaman portrays a better hero for the best film of those three. It's Moana for me. I love Moana. We actually watched some of that tonight. Um, Aquaman, Jeff, did you like it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it was pretty good. It was. I'd probably give it a. And this is not a joking B minus, but I'd mm. give it a B minus on Aquaman. On Aquaman, you know, comparing to you know. My scale of other movies, and especially superhero movies. And what did you give it? Probably give it a solid B. Solid B. Um, I, again, I like the graphics and everything. It was a little, maybe a little too much CGI. Mm-hmm. You can tell. I, I, one person I saw, they were like, yeah, it looked almost like a video game with so much CGI in the underwater scenes. Yeah. Well, I heard a comparison to a video game, not just the look, but the script. You do this, you, you fight a, a minor level boss man. You do this, you, you fight some henchmen, then you get move up to a higher boss man, and then at the end you get the main boss. Katie, thanks for that. Uh. <laughs> I thought, um, I love Black Manta. He, there's no point to him being in it, except to set him up, like you said, Jim, yeah, for the next one. Up. I mean, I, they, they had him too much in it. You, you have, like, even like the beginning scene you can put him in, mm-hmm. and how they do yeah. that, get, kind of lead it off. And then he's gone, and then he can come back later in another yeah. in, in the next installment. But making him a like a side boss, a uh, <laughs> yeah. So the idea was that they were going to do a Legion of Doom at the end of the film, like after credits, and they scrapped it because Justice League was so bad. Because Black Manta was going to join the Legion of Doom, uh, Lex Luthor, Deathstroke, and all that. So they scrapped that, and then they did the what they did. Uh, I enjoyed Aquaman. It was, I felt a little long. Uh, my eight-year-old really loved it. Um, he enjoyed it a lot. Because uh, the week, a couple weeks before, we saw Spider-Man into the Spider-Universe. 
Um, and I, I love that movie. I think that's one of my favorite films of the year, actually. I can agree with you on that. Um, I thought, not just animated, I just think it was a great film. It was enjoyable. Uh, and Spider-Gwen was awesome. Uh, but Aquaman, I enjoyed it. It was, I don't know if I liked it better than, I don't think I liked it better than Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman, the first two-thirds of Wonder Woman was a better film. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the last third was not as good. Uh, yeah, as far as final boss battles, I think Aquaman was probably a little better than Wonder Woman, but the movie overall for Wonder Woman was better than Aquaman. And a little spoiler here, uh, Ocean Master was a great villain. He's in the comic books. Uh, th- when they showed the trench, I was shocked because James Wan, the director, said that he was saving them for the next one, which you could still do more, mm-hmm. but I love the trench characters from the new 52. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Uh, I did like that they did Ocean Master because... He's not a known character that they would have done. So I like that. Spoilers. They didn't kill him. He's alive. It's his brother. He's alive. Yeah. I so like that. when does Aqualad join the... He got killed. What? Yeah, he got killed in the movie. He was in the background in the battle scene. Uh, they didn't even give him a name before they killed him? I did have some confusion, though. There was parts of it. Okay, so can they breathe on land or not? The If you have royal blood. Yeah. They mentioned is that, that what movie. it was? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, the okay. people with so, the royal so the blood people, can yeah. breathe uh, air and water, while like your minions and all that, all they do is breathe underwater. So they had to, that's okay. why they had to wear the suits. Yeah, and that's what I was confused about because Ocean Master was fine on the submarine at the yeah. end, but not because he's of royal blood. Okay, and I get that now, <laughs> but at the time I was like, well, why can he do it? But then Mira was sapping the air away. The other, I guess she was yeah. just actually taking the oxygen away and everything else. Uh, when she had him down there when she was saving Aquaman from the first battle. When he was getting his ass kicked. Oh, yeah. And he was having trouble breathing. Okay, that makes more sense then. I like the suits that they the minions wore. The white ones. I thought those were kind of cool. I don't think they were practical for fighting. I, I hated that chase scene. I enjoyed the chase scene, but it, there was no point to it. It was it, it, yeah, com- completely uh, superfluous. It didn't yeah. have to be there. It was um, a Super Mario Land. Now that not great, Jeff. Now I have to think of it as a, a video game. That's exactly it is, what it was. Yeah, it was like the Battletoads race scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was no need for them to have to attack them and on the land or whatever because they were so. It served no point no. to advance that story. No. Uh, let's see here. What else you got, Jim? We have from the Cinema Guys. Hey, Brad. With all the success of Spider-Man, could you see a Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark Broadway revival with a new music from Bono and the Edge happening? No. No, I cannot see that at all. If you haven't seen Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, check out our Facebook page. We had that listed last week. Um, And then thanks to the cinema guys on Twitter, they made me go down a rabbit hole of watching video from the Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark Broadway. That that failed. That was done by, what's her name? Julie Taymor. Julie Taymor. Who had huge success with Lion King. Okay, yeah. I think she did do Lion King. They tried... And um, then she did Across the Universe. She, she was the film director for Across the Universe. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's she well regarded and respected, but uh, Spider-Man just failed on all levels. It's it, not good, from what I saw. Yeah, it, it was had so many like, like <laughs> mishaps and setbacks. One guy got crippled, I think. Yeah. Uh, one of the stuntmen. Ooh. Uh, before I even came out. And I then mean, they I re- knew someone got hurt. I didn't know crippled. Yeah, and then they rewrote, like, 80% of the the story, and it was yeah. not good. Like, if you fight, see the battle scene when he's fighting Carnage, Craven, and them, oh, it's not good. It's not good. 
I'm going to get all the thing on the Spider-Man. I, I actually just saw Homecoming for the first time. Oh, okay. Did you enjoy week. it? I really enjoyed it. And the post credit scenes was one of my favorite I have ever seen. What was the post? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what that it, was. Captain America? It was a Captain America yep. doing the video oh. about uh, having patience and waiting for something and pretty much like yeah. waiting for uh, something and it's... This is all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about waiting. You're waiting for something good, good for the post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can Chris Evans always be Captain America? I really hope so. Uh, they said, um, I guess during the NCAA college football game yesterday, <laughs> fuck you, Bama. Um, maybe you shouldn't play four FCS teams, you know, every year. Anyways, moving on. Um, they showed another extended trailer for uh, Ms. Marvel. Or yes, Captain Marvel. Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. I didn't even watch. I don't want to see trailers this much. I don't. I can't. Stop showing them. I saw the trailer, and I, I'm still intrigued. Oh, I really want to see it. And my oldest... Yeah. I'm oldest, already sold on the movie, so I don't yeah. need to see the trailers. My oldest son, every time he, he, a commercial comes on, he gets excited for it. It's like, there we go. I think it's... When is it? March? Is it I think Mar- so. I think it's March. Sure. We're going with March. Mm-hmm. Right till proven on. But yeah, I, I saw... They, they threw another trailer. I was like, no, I don't want to see it. I already saw the first trailer. I'm good. Uh, what else we got? We got the political corner with Dev. Well, we can't do this one because Blake's not here. So moving on. We can. Oh, okay, I, we can. I'll do it. I'll do it. Ford Motor Company maintains that its recent layoffs were part of a planned reorganization. Trump promised workers that they would have so many auto industry jobs and no one would lose their job. Can we finally admit Donnie's economic policies aren't working? Down the hall. Okay. Uh, so from Meow God, let's get real here. From, it's 2019. We guys know that undies are essential innerwear for a lot of occasions. Which undies do you prefer and why? Is there a certain cut that fits you best? Do you have any advice when shopping for them? Jeff, you want to start? I suppose I will. Okay. Um, I wear boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. I prefer the ones with the longer legs, the nine-inch inseam versus the six-inch inseam. Okay. Um... What else was he asking? Uh, if Donnie's policies do, do, are working. No. Do you have any advice when shopping for them? Um, yeah, try to find ones that are expensive. <laughs> Seriously, do you know how fucking expensive they sell mm-hmm. underwear for? That's ridiculous. That's what my next question, that's what my answer is. I do uh, Duluth. I love Duluth. Oh, I don't. I tried them. Oh, they, they, oh love I, them. I, I, I really dislike them. So, first off, let me just say this. Uh, we were next to, at a Cincinnati Comic Expo. We were next to a booth that was selling underwear, and I got a narwhal type of underwear, to which my mm-hmm. wife said, you're 40 years old almost, and you have narwhal underwear. I see absolutely no problem with she that. She doesn't either, but she still mocks me for it. Yeah, it's To funny. which my kids say, hey, do you have your narwhal underwear on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, with and they are from T-Spirit, I think it was. Uh, T-Spirit. Uh, I will say... Those quite possibly are the most com- some of the most comfortable underwear I've ever had. Uh, it's the boxers, you know. Yeah, boxer briefs. Yeah, uh, Duluth. I got a gift card from uh, for Christmas for Duluth, and I will say that the Duluth ones uh, again, boxer briefs. Uh, six inch ones are nice. I also have the nine. Uh, I think those are nice. They're nice and cool. They're they keep everything good. And uh, I've gotten. I was able to go in after Christmas, use my gift card for twenty five dollars, and I was able to get five pairs or four pairs. For a wow. total of 20 bucks, So I was pretty happy. They were on sale for $14, which is they're usually like 25 to 26 per pair. 
So that was nice. That's good getting them. No. Yeah, I think yeah. I got four pairs. It was for twenty bucks, and so my goal is eventually to get all Duluth because I love them. Yeah. But um, I can't. I I hate paying twenty five dollars a pair for that. Oh, I agree. Uh, no, yeah, I got Duluth under. I I don't like the feel of that material. It feels ugh, to me. Really? It, it, yeah, it's kind of scratchy, itchy to me. I I've got, I get through the loom. I don't know. Just white undies. No. Okay. Okay. I get the. I, I think there's a time to have briefs, boxer briefs, and wear boxers at all time, at or times. Or none. No, I've never found a good time to wear boxers. I despise wearing boxers. I wore them back uh, when I was like teenage years, like because I was everybody was doing back then, like all oh, boxers. I can't stand them. I feel like they ride up. I can't do it. I, I, I need some sort of support that boxers can't give you. So, like Kramer says, it's a flipping, it's a flopping. Exactly. Yep. I don't understand. Oh no, that I am currently wearing boxers right now. There is not a single time. I mean, I don't understand why you just don't not wear underwear if you're wearing boxers. I mean, it's the same feeling. But uh, no, I buy my underwear from Me Undies. Ooh, um, subscription service. Really? Where you get a new one every month? Um, Do you go through a lot of underwear? No. Oh, okay. Just get well, I guess one that's twelve a month, pairs a year. Twelve yeah. pair a year, and then by the time you can recycle the old ones yeah, out. That's true. Now I've only been doing this for about a year and a half now. How much is it? It's sixteen bucks a month. Okay. I mean, it's more than I really want to pay for underwear, but if you're looking for good underwear, yeah. you're not going to get it for much cheaper than that. Oh. It's got to be tagless. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it does yes. have tagless, to. Tagless, yeah. No, tagged on underwear suck. Tags on t-shirts suck, like undershirts. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I've finally gone, for, I do Fruit of the Loom ones, but they have the non-roll-up uh, ones, and they're expensive, but they're worth it. Um, Actually, Hanes are okay. I think it's Haynes, actually. It yeah. might be Haynes that does that. I forget which one. Fruit Loom or Haynes. But yeah, it's got to be tagless. I agree. So Look at you. Maybe you could get them to be our sponsor. Maybe I can. Because I know, I know they sponsored, at least for some time being, uh, Kevin Smith and the... Uh, which one? Smodcast? No, it wasn't the Smodcast. Which one did we listen to? Uh, Hollywood Babylon. I think it was Hollywood who, Babylon. Who was it? What's their name? Me Undies. Me Undies. Okay. I, I, I had heard of them, and then I heard Kevin Smith uh, advertising for them, and I'm like, maybe I'll check them out. We'll be whores. We, we don't even need money. Just send us free underwear. Yeah, I, I will pimp them out for free underwear. <laughs> so what is Jeff's lobe? What is Jeff's uh, <laughs> wall here? Free underwear. I'd pimp them out for free underwear. That's fine. I, I agree. I agree. What else we got? Uh, from Michael Leal. Or Michael Leal. Have you ever accidentally watched a movie with a relative, friend, or stranger that turned out to have an inappropriate level <laughs> of strong sexual content? Who was it, and how did you deal with it? Well, they were a stranger, so I didn't know who it was. Oh, and, and I think everyone was expecting that level of content in the porn theater. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> Not Pee Wee Herman. Uh, 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 did you see that somebody was arrested in the local school systems here uh, today because he was a substitute teacher and he was masturbating behind the desk. I in class. class. Yes. I, I want to see this go to trial or see what happens because he's not getting charged with any... He's getting charged with... Uh, Indecent? Uh, no, like a like lewd act or something. Yeah. But, but he didn't expose himself to anybody and... 
there's really not a whole lot of evidence behind it. It is pretty creepy, though. It's really, really creepy. And if this guy did it, then he should uh, mm-hmm. be beaten with a hose. Yeah, it, it's a mi- middle school teacher. Yeah, it was middle oh, school. Oh, it was even middle school. Middle substitute, school teacher. Substitute. substitute teacher. Well, yeah, but I think in my mind, I at least thought high school. I no, don't know. it was middle school teacher. And if it, if that comes through... Like, like, like it's okay for a high school teacher, <laughs> but Please no, explain. But, Please but, explain. But, but here, I suppose the younger <laughs> the students, the worse it gets. Yeah, so I, if, it, if he really did do it... Is that our line? <laughs> yeah, that's the line. <laughs> Yeah, it's discur- disturbing. Um, See, um, have you ever? I really have never watched it and been awkward around anybody watching any movie. I just know my grandmother told me not to turn on Channel Five. Yelled from the top of the stairs because it was murder. <laughs> you told this yes. before, and you turned it on. It immediately was, it turned, turned it on. on, and it was Miami Vice. And we went, ah, oh, and then turned on like uh, porn. Yeah. Turned on like <laughs> Emmanuel <laughs> in space or something that was on HBO. Bossy breast or one. <laughs> Bossy breast one. Yeah. Uh, I remember my dad would go to, the, and my parents would go to the video store back in the day. Look it up, kids. And uh, I was the fourth one, and by that time, almost everyone was out of the house, so they didn't give a shit. I remember they uh, rented the Mambo King, Mamba Kings. And there was a lot of nudity in that, uh, which I think surprised him. They didn't care. Uh, and then uh, my dad rented Color of Night. <laughs> and oh. I was in the room, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I was older, but I was yeah. still like, uh, I got to leave. I got to go. <laughs> this is not uh, good. And I don't think he realized what it was. <laughs> or maybe he didn't, he didn't give a shit. I, I think he probably just didn't care. Yeah, at that age. So, yeah. Uh, so those were the two I remember. I had the exact opposite really happen. I was... Had a girl, and we were, we were watching a movie, and uh, in college, and we get ready to watch a movie, and we watched it, and it was uh, oh, the Susan Sarandon, Sean Penn. Uh, oh, <laughs> the Death Row one. Yes. <laughs> oh dear God. And yeah, I mean, stuff was going pretty good, and we watched that movie. Then it was kind of like. Uh, I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sexy, sexy time now. Yeah, yeah. Dead man walking. Dead man walking, and yeah, that's it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one with uh, Kevin Spacey as the uh, K-Pax? No, no, as the uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the guy on Death Row. Oh, David Gale. The yeah, life of David life Gale. Of David Gale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that could be real. I wouldn't mind if that was now. <laughs> He's I, a little creepy. Hi, guys. I suppose, you know, I didn't see the movie, but I heard the twist. plot twist or he whatnot. Dies. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a shitty story. I'm glad I didn't watch it. I rented that a long time ago. After I used to get off work, um, and there would be the, uh, at like 11 or 12 at night. And when uh when I was out of college, or when I was in college. Yeah. And so then I would rent a movie, and I got that the one I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> that was enough. Okay, spoiler alert. Uh, jump ahead about two minutes if you don't want me to spoil the life of David Gale for you. Twelve year, fifty or twenty-two yeah, years yeah, later. <laughs> but isn't that the one where he like actually committed the crime? Yes. Just so he could bring this uh, death row case to the court. Yes. Yes. That was the whole purpose of it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, stupidest plot point I've yes. ever heard. Way to stand your moral ground. We don't care. <laughs> I think he did it just to show, like, how inhumane it was or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That so he kills thing. someone to show how inhumane it is to kill people. Yes. <laughs> so what else we got, Jim? Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, dust. 
This is obviously from Sexy Nick Albright. Who's the Sexy Nick? Jeff Christ. Oh. Exclamation point. Mm. What are you hoping Santa puts in your stocking this Christmas? Hashtag, is there room for me? There's always room for meat. Mm. It was me. Me, not meat. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. My type it's of meat. room for meat. There's all. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, Nick, um, yes, there is room for you. And, and meat. <laughs> and I might as well say, I hope he puts you and meat in my stocking. <laughs> what type of meat? Pork chops, <laughs> man, steak. Man meat. Eh, maybe on the sides. But sausage. <laughs> sausage. Yeah, oh, so Italian sausage. Ah. Big Italian sausage. <laughs> so at work, we got, um, we always get these things in from our vendors, and they send in this, like, cheese and sausage meat tray. Uh, and it's all wrapped, obviously, and basically you can take it Summer home. sausage. There you go. <laughs> and so nobody wanted the Yardo beef. So I took it home. It was summer yeah. sausage. And I cut it up at that night, and my wife's like, what are you going to do with this? I cut it up, I put a couple pieces on cracker with cheese. Yeah. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, have you never seen sausage, like summer sausage cut up on crackers? She's like, no. I was like, are, how are, do you not see this? They, they come in meat and cheese trays. Exactly. What? She just hasn't seen them cut down before she's seen the cut down but not the yardo beef i guess your your, your wife has been really really like sheltered sheltered in her yes, life yes on new year's eve we were at stone's bowling alley and mm-hmm. we got the super ridiculous like bowling package where we bowled from six till one o'clock on purpose well we know the people who brought it and everything oh okay so. okay and I guess we uh, got the good package because we got there, and then the owner was there, and he had, like, a meat and cheese, like, a bunch of summer mm-hmm. sausage and cheese. So, like, oh, we get this. So we were cutting that up and eating that up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, those are delicious. Those are delicious. <laughs> yeah. I know for a fact your wife is seen, she's probably not. Uh, yeah, I don't care if she's seen your sausage, she okay? She loves my sausage. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You leave your sausage out of this. <laughs> I can't wait for the next game night. <laughs> uh, two bottles of wine is not going to be enough. <laughs> I will have to bring the summer sausage tray. <laughs> is this the foot long? And then, and then some. <laughs> well, if she starts pulling, I'm out. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what else we got? From Chad NV at... Chad NV. Hey, Chad. When it becomes socially acceptable to put quote unquote bro in text or tweets. Unless you're Zack Ryder, the wrestler, never. It, it, uh, no, not. honestly, it, anything in a tweet is socially acceptable because I don't think tweets are socially acceptable. Our president communicates with 90% of his language that and way. And you're helping my argument. Okay. Down I, the hall. It might be okay if maybe I was talking to Jeff, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I don't think I'd ever call him bro. Hey, bro. It would be okay if in your tweet you were asking someone to not tase you. <laughs> bra, don't tase me, bra. <laughs> yeah, if, if, it, if, it, if it comes with don't tase me, then it's appropriate. If it doesn't have that, it's not appropriate. <laughs> Thanks, Chad, for that. Uh, this is an old listener. He's young. 
but <laughs> he's uh, been listening to he, us for a long a time. Listener. Yes. And uh, Jordan, uh, please let us know if we sound a lot better. We think we do. Uh, <laughs> okay. From Jordan D. Mertens at Hojo B. Wan. Oh, yeah. Seattle is getting an NHL team. What should the best name to appeal to the youth? Suggestions? We got from the Pittsburgh, Sean from Pittsburgh Nerd, the Supersonics. Seattle Supersonics. Uh, Besided Geek would be the Seattle Fortnites. To appeal to youth. Uh, Kevin at Cincy Explorers at the Caffeines. Because it's in Seattle. I get that. I like that one. What would you name it? Well, if we're trying to appeal to the youth, the youth, uh, the Teletubbies. Not that youth. Not that youth. (laughs) Not that, no. No, not that young? No, millennials. Uh, the, what do they call the, beanies. The, the beanies? Yeah, the mascot will wear the, 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 Little beanie, the hat? beanie hat. Okay. And, well, because I despise the term beanie to describe that type of hat. It's mm-hmm. like supposed to be, what, a toque? Yeah. But they call them beanies, and I'm like, no, beanies have little propellers on the top. <laughs> that's not a beanie, but that's what they call them. So if I'm trying to appeal to them, I'll mm-hmm. call them the beanies. I think it would be good if they called them the Seattle Pikachus. I choose you. Oh. I was going to Seattle protesters. Could they be all Pokemon or does it have oh, to the be Seattle Pikachu? Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, okay. Could be Seattle Pokemon. I, I think Nintendo probably has to own the team for that to happen, but hey, why not? <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm going Seattle protesters. I feel like that's a good one. Just activists, the Seattle activists. Ooh, activists. The, Seattle be. hipsters. Yeah, see, that's derogatory, though. That can be derogatory. It's, no, no, they embrace hipsters now. Yeah, but... I, I mean, know. we use it as an insult. They embrace it. It they, works perfect. Yeah. That's because we're although, old. Although I don't think the skaters would want to be on the hipster team. I like that they have to wear hipster gear. <laughs> <laughs> no helmet, just a beanie. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but they would all have nice beards, like... Sha- uh, not non-shaven, but very trimmed, and put product in their beards. You know, if this what, was, what's the point of having a beard if you have to put product in it? It makes it look nice and shiny. No, what's the point? I mean, the point of having a beard is so you don't have to spend time taking care of your face. You're asking somebody that can't grow a beard. <laughs> it's patchy. <laughs> uh, it, it's it can look trimmed. It can look decent. I don't. I mean, but but I mean, God, putting that crap in it and having it shaped and oh, you people are crazy. You're crazy. Crazy. Okay, we're talking about beard product. Let's see. Uh, let's put uh, intern Hackney on. See what he thinks about beard product. So he, he has a back. horrible beard. You have to get back with us on that one. Okay. We barely. We're, we're going to make our intern put product in his beard. He barely can grow <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, okay, from Des Hassing You have to select a movie for tonight One, Million Dollar Mystery, 1987 Two, Cannonball Run 2 Three, Smokey and the Bandit 3 Which do you choose? I would choose, one, The Million Dollar Mystery Because I don't know that movie and I haven't seen it I have already seen the other two that's my answer, too, actually. Um, I haven't seen Million Dollar Mystery either, but I'd probably choose Cannibal Run 2. It's a horrible movie. Is it as bad as we remember? Like, it's bad, right? Yeah, It's bad, but it's fun. It's okay. fun. I mean, and I mean, I, when it's I, just... saw, I saw it as a kid and everything, it was fun. It kind of nostalgic for me. Except for the Frank Sinatra uh, cameo. It's not on you. Nope, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> New York. New... Yes, okay. he did sing that. 
Or My Way. I did it. Oh, fuck him and it was My, my Way. God, I can't stand Sinatra. Way. I really listen to Frank Sinatra Jr. Uh, Cannonball Run Or Nancy to... Sinatra? God, no. These boots so are made for walking. Oh, okay, that's not bad. For some reason, I kept thinking of Nancy do. Reagan. Nope. <laughs> one of these days, these boots are going to walk all over you. Uh, <laughs> Cannonball Run 2, is it better than Caddyshack 2? Yes. yes. Okay. Just checking. But it is it is also better than Smokey the Bandit 3. Jim, what's the best movie about Caddies? Caddyshack. What's the worst movie about Caddies? Caddyshack 2. Good job. Uh, let's see what oh, else. Smoking the Bandit 3 should not be watched by anyone. Do they make only three? I yes. think so, yes. Is Burt Reynolds in it? No. Okay. Oh, you might make a cameo appearance. Who's in it? Jerry Reed, Jerry Reed. is the bandit. Uh-huh. Why? He gave up his truck. Uh, because, well, originally it was supposed <laughs> to be, from what I understand, Smoking the Bandit 3 was supposed to be Smokey is the bandit. And, like, <sighs> it was supposed to be some delusional thing in Jackie Gleason's mind. But after they, like, wrote and started filming that, they realized how stupid that was. <laughs> That's always a good and sign. so they kind of got Jerry Reed to be Bandit, because Bruce... Uh, Bruce. Bruce Bruce? <laughs> Bruce Valanche? <laughs> yeah. Bruce Valanche was busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was Sally Field in it? No. No. Oh. Michelle Pfeiffer? She's in all crappy sequels. She is in no crappy sequel. <laughs> Sorry, just saying. What, like Ant-Man and Wasp? Okay, she's in one good one. <laughs> yes, Grease 2. She is in a good one. Did you see Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just forgot. I forgot. That we Have you seen Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah, my son and I really like that one. Um, it's on Netflix now. Your opinion on the post credit scene? Love the post credits. I liked it. I like that it was in the multiverse, or in, uh, quantum verse at the end. I like that. I did like the trailer for Avengers Infinity War that he's at the door knocking. Yeah. Hey, remember me? I was. I got big. Like, yeah, they're like, uh, I thought he was dead. Is this a recording? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, hello. Uh, what else we got? Let's wrap this up. Oh, we got from Scary Thoughts at Scary Thoughts 2, a.k.a. Canadian of the Year. Yay! He's doing his Canadian Year. He's sending us questions. What would be your second favorite nation be on Earth? And why is it Canada? Uh, Canada is my favorite nation yeah, on Earth. Yeah, Canada wouldn't be my second favorite because it's number one. That's no, what... no, I think he's saying, why is Canada your favorite? What would the second be? And why is your favorite Canada? Oh. Oh, I think he was assuming we were putting Canada. You know what? I don't two, care either but... way. Canada's still our well, favorite. Well, you know, could Canada be one and two? No, New Zealand. I agree. There you go. New Zealand is our favorite number two. Oh, I was, oh, I was going somewhere else with... Well, then you can go somewhere else. Jason and I are going to New Zealand. and Three is Britain. Hobbit holes. I don't want your hobbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing good. I can't ever come from holes. Especially the movie holes. Ugh. That had a great star. He's an awesome actor. Shia? <laughs> Shia LaDouche? Actual uh, cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Uh, you so know, that was a terrible casting for that movie. Yeah. They should have left him in the hole? No, Shia LaBeouf as the uh, Stanley Yelnitz. I read the book Holes. Oh, okay. And Shia LaBeouf is not the character from the From movie. the book. From oh. the book. Uh, and what's your uh, nations? Uh, my number two nation would probably... Greece. The movie or the country? The country. Oh, okay. You could probably buy the country for about $10,000 now. I'm going to get uh, euros. Good call. Good call. Um, well, shit, if I could... 
Really? I can go probably buy a Greek island for that cheap? Oh, I'm sure. They, cr- they collapse pretty bad. But, you can probably buy it in Bitcoin if anybody but, knows uh, how to Germany, use Bitcoin. Germany bailed them out. No. <laughs> like, what has Germany ever done that's bad? <laughs> <laughs> what have the Romans ever done for us? See, I think Germany should have tried this European Union long before they actually tried to take over Europe. Because mm-hmm. economically, they can just do yeah. it right now. It's, it's kind of the... Uh, Dr. Evil thing. Yeah. Where it's like he froze himself, and then while they were waiting for him to come back, they actually put together a multinational uh, conglomerate that pretty much ran the world. <laughs> and <then laughs> but he, he wanted he his it evil, evil science, science plans. Yeah. The good news is the Germans uh, built roads in Greece, so that helped. That helped. I don't know why. He did a lot of good things. He built roads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we got? Let's wrap this up. From... Professor number one at doctor number one. Mm-hmm. If you could take one attribute from the four members of Hobie to make the perfect podcaster, what would they be? And beauty from Jeff does not count. I don't understand why that wouldn't count. I, I, I think I he says that's perf- so obvious. I think it may be because the perfect podcaster doesn't need to be beautiful. I would say Jeff does have a good voice. Jeff has a good voice. Really? It's very steady. Oh, okay. It's I, deep. I, it's steady. I would say that. I'm going to take your voice. Oh, I wasn't going to take my voice. Okay, we're going to take your tech prowess because <laughs> no one else can do tech around here. Which is pretty sad. Yes. Well, well my tech prowess being the best is what I mean. <laughs> we, we could if, if I tried maybe, but I don't <laughs> If you apply to, yourself. If I applied myself. Okay. Because I was going to say if I can't have my beauty, mm-hmm. I would offer my girth. Oh. Oh. Moving on. So M- most the- most podcasters are <laughs> big and fat and live in mom's basement. So. <laughs> he just lives in his sister's upstairs. <laughs> it's not the basement, it's the upstairs. Anyways, uh, I'm going with uh, I'm going to go with my marketing. Yes, I, I will definitely take Jason's. Oh, it, what am I PR doing? marketing salesmanship. You're. you're your ability to actually care and plan ahead. Thank you, thank you. Uh, that, that, that's where I suffer. Because I can't, greatly. I can't half-ass it. I can't, <laughs> I can't. I whole-ass it. I know you do. I'll take my spontaneity. Like that. I like that. I can give you that. I'll uh, just whatever. Just a, because honestly, I do very little uh, <laughs> prep work for this. <laughs> you show up, Blake. What will we Blake's attendance? No, no. We'll take no, no. Blake is good. We will take Blake's ability to tell a story. No. no. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I will say. I, I will say you, Blake's intensity. 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 Confrontational nature. Yes. Because. Argu- that makes argumentative, a, argumentative yeah. 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 That that makes a good podcast. If not, <coughs> pardon me, listen to the first uh, 17 episodes. Yeah. Jeff, you think you disagree? Yeah. yeah that's good. Moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> first 17 episodes ever, it was like, well, we never fight. Well, we don't fight in real life, actually. <laughs> I don't think we can ever, in all honesty, I've known you for, what, 20 years almost? God, yeah. That's uh, depressing. Uh, I don't think we really ever had a major fight. Oh, No. Like, we may get mad at each other for doing stupid things, but we really, like, within two minutes, we're like, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what? You just did something stupid. You're like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> I made a bad call. Uh, you know, Jim and I, we've had one fight. That was my fault. Uh, 
when I called him uh, <laughs> about his engagement being called you guys, off. You guys have fights. What do you on... mean one fight? I mean, this has been. <laughs> well, okay, that's true. It's been one yeah. fight, but it's been constant for the last yeah. seventeen years. <laughs> I've, I've I've been reading your Twitter responses <laughs> to each other. Twitter may not be the best thing. Because I was, yeah, I was actually going to say maybe you can bring my hatred for Jason as well. <laughs> 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 we have to sit on the opposite side of the table so I don't punch him. But yeah, but you got raptor arms, so you can't reach me anyways. <laughs> I got T-Rex arms. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that, that's your news. Or I'm sorry, what is this? Let's our feedback. Let's get to your news because we're like two hours into it. In a world of heroes, villains, six British actors will come together to play Pathfinder. It's sort of like D&D, but also really not like D&D. Join Falter. I immediately regret this decision. Caragor. Oh, I see you, Kenneth. Velda. I hold my arcane powers. Shania. Yes, I've cracked the case. M. Now kill him. <laughs> and the Dungeon Master for an actual play podcast that takes adventure Seriously. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and from DangerClubPodcast.com. Danger Club, let's roll. Got in that voice hurts. It's time for another installment of the news of the week. Welcome, everybody. News of the Geek for 2019. Uh, I was advised that I should do this all in my impressions just to see if it sounds better in 2019. No. Do the news of the geek mm-hmm. completely in impression? Mm-hmm. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Okay, now I got it. Paul Doug and the New York Times. I can't do it. I don't know who I was there. George Takei? I have no idea who you were either. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Hello, I'm George Takei. Ah, it's George. That's ah, pretty well, good. Yeah, that actually wasn't too bad. Oh, my. Oh, my. Per Doug and the New York Times, last Friday... Lewis Rudd became the second person to cross Antarctica solo and unassisted. Ooh. Two days after Colin O'Brady of Portland, Oregon became the first. Oh. <laughs> for listeners uh, of Hobie, uh, we have a Worsley Award for somebody that went across Antarctica without a jacket a couple years ago and died. <laughs> no, um, no, the award was named after the guy correct. who did that. Correct. The, the award isn't for going across the Antarctica. Well, he did win it the first year. Well, he won it the first year. Yes. He won the... Kind of like in the... Uh, Carol Burnett Award. Carol Burnett Award, Award. Yeah. yeah. She won. Did you see that? What? Yeah. It would have been funny if she didn't get it. <laughs> that, that, Vicky that was... Lawrence got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wasn't nominated. Did you see the bit? No. Oh, they were like... It's like... Scam oh. Jeff was nominated, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, oh, in the uh, inaugural, uh, you know, Carol Burnett Award and the... Uh, uh, and they started just naming some actors sitting out in the crowd. <laughs> and they go, and Carol Burnett. And she's standing backstage and she has her fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, O'Brady and Rudd, uh, captain in the British Army, began the trek as a race on November 3rd. Rudd finished uh, his journey on day 56 at the foot of Leverett Glacier at 2.21 p.m. Eastern Time, a little more than 48 hours after O'Brady completed his expedition. USA. USA. Uh, it's nice when you finish that you're in the polar history books. Yes, because that's what everybody attains to. Rudd said by satellite phone. But it's all about the journey. Rudd's oh, honestly, though, you're in the polar history books if you don't finish either. <laughs> yep. Um, is Tom Hanks in there? He, drive, he drove a train pretty far across the polar. Get it? Polar Express. No, I anyway, don't. shut um, up. Boo. Shut up. But didn't, didn't uh, Paul Walker go across to Antarctica? No, no, that was he, he wrecked his car and died. 
No, no, in, in Snow Dog. Or, I'm sorry, 8 Below. Okay, that was good that you said 8 Below, because for a second I was like, that was uh, uh, that was Cuba Gooding Cuba Jr. Gooding. and Skeet Ulrich in the, in the ice cream truck. Wrong well, movie for me. <laughs> Sorry. Cuba Gooding Jr. was in Snow Dogs, but that that was like in Alaska. But eight his below. second best movie. <laughs> Behind Boat Trip? Yes. <laughs> I thought Radio was up there. Oh, <laughs> God, Radio was so bad. So bad. I'm sorry. Go on with the uh, Antarctica. Uh, Rudd's Trek covered 925 miles, according to his main sp- sponsor, Shackleton, a British apparel company. See? They he make had a good coat. Ja- they make good jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Like O'Brady, he did the journey solo, unsupported by supply drops or similar help, and unaided by kites or other devices to harness to harness the wind to help pull his heavy load. Yay, did see? I wouldn't call using kites to help harness the wind as being aided. I mean, that just makes sense. Correct. If you power, or, you know, you control the kite. It's if other people are helping you or giving you food or supplies or shit like but that. But still under his own power and then not using... Uh, okay, uh, not using wind. Yes. On so the, that means he can't use, like, a slick piece of ice to skate across because that wouldn't be his own power? No, it is because he <laughs> propels himself. Uh, on uh, the gravity, Friday leg... Gravity takes him down a hill. Rudd said he's he... He's not on a fall. Okay. <laughs> Can I finish? No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he began stripping clothing off because the weather was so warm. The visibility, though, was pretty poor, he said. It wasn't a whiteout. It was a flat light. I don't know what that means. You could see the sky, but there was no light coming through the high clouds. Oh, thanks. So you couldn't see the surface you were skiing over. It was really tricky. It was sort of a hard, icy surface. There you go, Jeff. <laughs> what he's doing. Although yeah. Brady beat him in his quest, USA. Rudd is the only person to complete two traverses of Antarctica. His first was in 2017 with a team assembled from the British Armed Forces. UK, UK. I mean, I wouldn't, like wouldn't it make it easier for him, to, since he's already done it once, mm-hmm. to do it again? Yeah, so he's kind of cheating. Yeah. But but he came in second anyway. Yeah. No, I don't know if... Uh, so why is this article all about the guy who finished second, not the guy who finished first? Because it's a British article. <laughs> even though... You know what? The British finished uh, second... But apparently some... the New York Times is where we got it from. Yes. But... The British finished uh, second something else. American Revolution. Yeah, USA, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Suck on those nuts. Uh, you can find us on nerdly.co.uk. Uh, let's see. Uh... <laughs> Suck on those nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I like them apples. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I think we're both in a race to see which country will fall first. <laughs> Damn it. I'll take Brexit. I think they're going to be outlasted. Bre- Brexit will leave before we get our wall, no matter what the president says tonight. Oh, no, we're getting a wall. But... Yeah, but the wall will hold us solid. Maybe. Because <laughs> uh, walls have done so good. And through his latest, latest polar journey, Rudd carried a flag bearing the family crest of a friend and mentor, Henry Worsley, who died in 2016 and was air, as he was air, after he was airlifted from the ice while trying to accomplish what O'Brady and Rudd did this week. But only without a jacket. Yeah. God, come on, Worsley. Suck it up, man. We are terrible, terrible people. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh, I'm going to cross Antarctica. Oh, how about Windbreaker even? Nope, not doing that. I'm a tough man. I'm an assistant. His oh, the reason he did is because his mom yelled, "Don't forget your jacket." He's like, "Jeez, mom!" And he threw it on the ground and left. I'll show you. It's in the car, mom. <laughs> uh, let's see. The pair split. Uh, let's see here. Um, Rudd and O'Brady split some food that had been buried at the site uh, when they finished by Antarctica Logistics Expeditions. Um, 
That sounds to me like they were aided. That, that was, was at the end. That was after. That's after they finished. O'Brady dug up the were supplies. Were they finished until they come and get them, though? <laughs> I like this. O'Brady dug up the supplies when he completed his trek, just waiting, yeah. finding a stash that included coffee, chocolate, fresh cheese, and ham. Maybe so- summer sausage. How, How fresh <laughs> is the cheese that's been dug that's buried, buried in ice? Buried in ice months before. <laughs> Always fresh, never frozen. <laughs> it wasn't Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Wendy's the other day had a roast day? Oh, yeah. And National they asked people day. to, uh, they said, hey, if you want us to roast, you just send it in. And uh, Hooters said, okay, do us. And they're like, hey. Yeah, yeah are, what do you got? Yeah, what do you got? Clo- uh, <laughs> uh, uniforms that we can wear in the winter. <laughs> poor Hooters. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, poor Hooters. Uh, let's see. Rudd said, I'm enjoying that for the moment. The food was buried last year for another explorer, Ben Saunders. Oh, last year. That is definitely not fresh cheese. Who attempted <laughs> Who attempted a solo crossing without assistance. But again, like Worsley, he was a quitter and did not finish. Well, I don't think he died, though. Well, maybe. <laughs> we have no proof of that. Well, yeah, it doesn't say if he quit or didn't finish. Uh, when I first saw Ben Saunders, I thought Ben Carson for a second. I would love to see him do a trek across Antarctica. That would be interesting. Yeah, it would. Uh, let's see here. Hillary Clinton, coach, she's not doing anything else. Down the hall. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, quickies per Netflix. They're asking people, don't try this at home. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, they sent a message out last Wednesday tweeting, can't believe I have to say this, but please do not hurt yourselves with this bird box challenge. Uh, let's see here. We don't know how this started, and we appreciate the love, but boy and girl have just one wish for 2019, and it is that you would not end up in the hospital due to memes. The bird box challenge, for those unfamiliar, requires... The execution of random daily tasks while blindfolded, like Sandra Bullock's character in Netflix Bird Box movie. The thing is, in the movie, she has to do stuff while blindfolded because of, long story short, monsters. Yes. Don't want to spoil anything about Bird Box, but you you have to be blindfolded. Did I have watched it. I have not. Have no. you? No, I would think I'd rather see A Quiet Place. I think that was the ripoff. How about both of them? Yeah, probably. Oh. I'll be honest. Who, who am I? I'm not seeing either. Um, the meme has taken social media by storm in the past week. Uh, largely because of the videos of blindfolded blindfolded participants, pratfalls, walking into walls, tripping over curbs, awkwardly putting on lipstick, uh, masturbating. Perhaps it's something in the January air. Last year around this time, there were widespread warnings about an even stupider and dangerous meme, the Tide Pod Challenge. I think you should do the Tide Pod Challenge while blindfolded. Try that. Oh, that would be good. What about the, uh, what was that stupid... Walk next to your car, dance next to your car channel. Oh, yeah, that thing, too. Yeah. Was that in January, too? No, that was in yeah. summer. I just, I saw one I hadn't seen before, just, like, today or yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. Where and, and, like, the thing uh, was an overhead shot, like, something on top of a building. And a lady gets out, and she's dancing next to her car and doing little dances and throws her purse to the ground and keeps walking. And then stops as her car keeps going and she runs back to try to stop the people from stealing her purse that she just threw on the ground <laughs> as the motorcycle came, picked it up, and drove away. <laughs> you deserve it. Oh, yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> so please, uh, we should podcast as a bird ba- box challenge. Everybody blindfold it. We are. Oh. I took my glasses off. It's close enough. How many fingers do I got? 17. Oh, I just see one big blob. That's just me. Oh, <laughs> here's my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got raptor arms. Let me get them out. T-Rex arms. Uh, so please, kids, don't do that. 
Don't be idiots. Don't be driving in the car or canoeing across the river blindfolded. Oh, okay? I, I have an update. Yes. Uh, ben Saunders is still alive. Is he? As if we are... Is Ben Carson. Yes. Okay. <laughs> ben Carson could probably have operated on Worsley if he needed to or help him. But that would have been aided. Oh, that's right. Nobody likes quitters. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, HF, what are you doing September 20th through the 22nd, 2019? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Jim, what are you doing? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Blake? Good call. Anyways, uh, so yes, September 20th through the 22nd of this year, it's already 2019, it's nine months away. That's true, we don't have to actually say the year in the promo anymore. Nope. Uh, we're at Cincinnati Comic Expo at Duke Energy Convention Center. Tickets go on sale pretty soon, uh, usually the VIP ones do. Uh, they're a great deal, they have a great uh, offer usually, uh, January, February time. Uh, you can see Hobie there, uh, hopefully, we haven't got official, but hopefully. Uh, <laughs> and uh, well, we'll be there. We'll be there somewhere. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll be playing trivia and podcasting there. Uh, stop by and see us. They'll be having great guests as well. Uh, last year was awesome. Uh, we even got better prizes this year. Uh, well, we got prizes. Uh, but anyways, so yes, uh, Hobie will be there at the Cincinnati Comic Expo September 20th through the 22nd. Uh, keep looking at our Facebook page. We'll be updating that and the Cincinnati Comic Expo website and Facebook page. They just updated it for 2019. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right. Box Office. Well, we really don't have too many bombs because it was a pretty successful Christmas season for movies. Um, So we'll just jump right into our top five. Top Uh, five. Top five of uh, January 4th through the 6th. Number one, Aquaman again. Made another thirty-one million, a total of two hundred and sixty million on a one hundred and sixty million dollar budget. Number two, Escape Room made eighteen million in its opening weekend on a nine million dollar budget. You have any desire to see that one, Jay? Escape Room? Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, it's actually got in a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Actually, you say that like it's a good thing. Well, it's a horror movie, and they didn't, ex- you know, they they weren't expecting much, yeah. and I think it uh, tripled what they were expecting. Okay. So that got like fifty percent higher on Rotten Tomatoes than Gotti. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. I'm I'm actually intrigued to see it because I know we enjoy doing mm-hmm. escape rooms. I'd like to see how they put that in a movie. They said it was uh, more um, thought provoking, like it was more interesting, you know, thinking than what yeah. they thought, like a typical. So, so when you watch it, you're kind of like trying to play out the puzzles with them. Maybe that's what I'm guessing. That's, that, what, I'm that's guessing. what I would hope and kind of see that. We need to do another escape room we and do. film it. Ooh, I wonder, they don't let you. No, they don't. No. no. Because they don't want you giving away the secrets to the... I'll get a GoPro. I'll go. I'll put it on. <laughs> they won't know. <laughs> they won't know. They're not watching every move we make. Every breath you take. That, that's why uh, you got kicked out for masturbating the first time we tried one. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> that's why you didn't go to jail. You just got kicked out. <laughs> They missed me peeing in that sink to get that key out. <laughs> that was funny because you were literally going to pee in that sink. Yep. You're like, there's a key down the drain that's attached to a cork. Say, okay, we need to find the water. You're like, um, I got to pee. <laughs> I didn't go pee, obviously, so we could I could use this. Technically, I don't think it would be wrong. It is water. <laughs> 
Um, okay, number three, Mary Poppins Returns made another $16 million, a total of $139 million on a $130 million budget. Uh, my wife and daughter saw this one. Uh, my daughter is almost five, and she really liked it. And my wife said it was a lot better than she thought. It was very well done. I was expecting it to be doing more business, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I don't think it's made as much as they wanted to. I, maybe because everybody, like, since the Explorer kept telling us, oh, uh, Barry Poppins is going to be huge, that I I started buying into it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's done well, but, I mean. I think it's at 280 uh, uh, worldwide is what I saw this week. Three weeks, that's not what I, I was mm. expecting more. I mean, it, it's doing worldwide what Aquaman's doing domestically. My wife uh, said that Emily Blunt... Um, did a great job as that role, which I, I figured I would see it just because I think she could pull it off pretty easily. And who knows if she's good enough in the role, she might get Brit of the Year next year. Ooh, Brit of the Year, Kevin. Mm, three six five. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> All right, and number four, Spider-Man colon Into the Spider-Verse made another $13 million, total of $134 million on a budget of $90 million. This one is at uh, 200-something million worldwide. It's not doing as well worldwide. I really hope it does well, because i like to see Marvel do more of these. I would like to see, yeah, because I really like this, and I, I understand, though, it, the sensibilities to it might not work, uh, especially foreign language mm-hmm. cities or countries where, okay, so a lot of jokes might not. And, I mean, there was, like, subtle humor in the in this that just might not translate to other cultures. So I will say this. Um, there's a scene in the movie when Miles goes to the school and his dad's a cop and drops him off and he gets on the PA of the, fo- of the car and goes, um, he yeah. tells Miles, he goes, say, I love you. Say, I love you, because he says it to his son, but it doesn't. And then he's saying in front of the school, embarrassing. So my son was going down the street. Uh, he was in front of our house. He came down from a neighbor's house, and he was going past. He's like, Dad. And I was outside. He's like, Dad, can I go down so-and-so's house? I was like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, and his friends started walking by. I was like, say, I love you. I was like, I love you. And he goes, uh-huh. I was like, no, no, say it. Say it. And then, you know, my voice gets louder and louder. Say it. <laughs> say, I love you. <laughs> and he's like, stop it. <laughs> Did he say I love no, you? No, he ran away. He ran oh. down the street. <laughs> but I just kept saying about five seconds, say, I love you. <laughs> I don't need a, um, a speaker on PA. I can get loud. And at number five, Bumblebee made another $12.8 million, total of $97 million on a $135 million budget. Uh, they said this is actually disappointing. Uh, worldwide, it's not even making that much either. Uh, and they said it's a shame, too, because this is one of the best films that... Well, it is it, the best Transformers it is film. A, I went and actually saw it this week. How did you like it? I enjoyed it. Um, again, it's not Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, his studio's making it. Yeah. But he has nothing to do with it. So there is some plot and, and some uh, character development instead of just explosions. Yeah, I, I my son really wanted to see this, but... I'll be honest, after Spider-Man and Aquaman, I was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> we spent all... And then my wife saw Mary Poppins with my daughter. I was like, okay, we need to stop on the movies. But it, I... The characters were pretty well done, and mm-hmm. uh, they... Was Mark Wahlberg in it? No, but John Cena was. I heard he was. I heard he was okay. Right. He is not a good actor. <laughs> He's not a good wrestler, either. Uh, I would rather him doing, like, comedic roles where mm-hmm. his kind of over-the-top stodginess just 
just can like actually play wreck. out. Yeah. Or even uh, Daddy's Home 2. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say Daddy's Home. <laughs> but he had maybe the best line in the movie. Uh, I was chuckling like for a few minutes after it when, again, the like, Bumblebee comes down here and the Decepticons come down and try and get him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spoilers. They, they meet up with the American, that's kind of the entire yes. plot. <laughs> but then the, the uh, Decepticons meet up with the U.S. government and convince them that, hey, he's a fugitive from justice and that. And So they're in a meeting on whether or not they should help out uh, the Transformers, the Decepticons. And his line was, uh, they called themselves the Decepticons. That's in their name. I'm like, should we not trust them? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so better better scene. I would have loved to have seen this be a uh, psychological film of the Decepticons trying to convince the government, like in a boardroom, just for two hours, trying to convince that they're the good guys. I just see them sitting behind a desk, the Decepticons, folding their arms. Now, we're not bad guys. This is a fugitive. I want to see that story. How, how long did it take them to convince the government to help them? <laughs> uh you're not trying to deceive us, are you? No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, you have a giant gun that says as big as this boardroom table. Shh, it's fine, it's fine. Is that guy a recorder over there? <laughs> I, I, again, the only real transfer, like, other than the first opening scene when they're uh, escaping Cybertron, is the, uh, the only real uh, Transformers in it are Bumblebee, uh, the two Decepticons, who I don't even know which two they are. Uh, Star Screamer? No, Star Scream. He follows Bumblebee, and Bumblebee kills him. Oh, spoilers! Mm-hmm. So I think maybe in a sequel, like his, he comes back because you, yeah, because to... it, the, the government uh, recovered the parts and everything, and I imagine I can see him coming back. So what you're saying him. is you can't actually kill a Transformer? Oh, they well, they do it. They actually they you just upgrade. They, they did they did track down. Uh, was it Rockhopper? Was it? Or, no, Cliff Jumper. Cliff Jumper. Uh-huh. And they killed Cliff Jumper. <gasps> killed Cliff Jumper. Spoiler. Were dinosaurs in it? No, no dinosaurs. Okay, that was barely in the dinosaur movie. Even <laughs> there, I mean, in the, in the opening scene, the Decepticons, there was uh, sound wave and shock wave. Okay, I saw the, like a clip of them. Uh-huh. Were any Transformers racist stereotypes? Not in this one. Shocking, since Michael Bay's studio did it. <laughs> Does that, does that robot have a Jamaican accent? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> They're not reproducing in Jamaica. <laughs> They're from Cybertron. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. Okay. That's all I have to say about it. Jeff, what you got? All right, uh, we've got upcoming, opening January 11th of 2019. Oh, this says 18. Oh, oh damn it. Hackney! Did I, I? I even read eighteen on the last one, didn't I? Yeah. Hackney. Wow, Sorry, that right? one's worse. That's says January fourth, twenty nineteen, to January sixth, twenty eighteen. It's a pretty big opening weekend. Going back in time. <laughs> back to reality. All right, upcoming January eleventh, twenty nineteen. We have a dog's way home. This is a pretty in-depth synopsis. A dog travels four hundred miles in search of her owner. Saw the preview for this. Mm-hmm. I think they showed the whole movie. I was in the movie with you as Spider-Man, and yeah. we saw it together, and they did show the whole movie. They even showed them getting together at yeah, the end. Yeah, they, they like, 
Oh, look. Well, it's a cute little puppy. I'm raising a puppy. Oh, no, the puppy got, ran away and got lost. Oh, someone else took the puppy far away. Oh, now it's a dog and going across and having these adventures. And look, there's my owner. Yay, we're together. I'm like, now do I need to see the movie? That was almost as bad as the Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom trailer. I just saw the whole movie. And then I saw the movie. I was like, I did see the whole movie. Well, I think you'll get the same for Dog's Way Home. Or not, because I'm not going to see it. Uh, we also have coming out, uh, Replicas opens this weekend. And Replicas, neuroscientist Will Foster is on the verge of successfully transferring human consciousness into a computer when his family is tragically killed in a car crash. <gasps> Desperate to resurrect them, Will recruits fellow scientist Ed Whittle to help him secretly clone their bodies and create replicas that soon causes him to become a threat towards a government task force. Will eventually faces a Sophie's choice when it turns out that he can only bring three of the four family members back to life. Wow, wow. that sounds like a stupid uh, put, uh, stupid plot point to, to, for no apparent reason. What's the reason we can only bring three of four back? So, Jim, you had to decide between bringing me or Jason back. Who do you pick? You. Thank you. That doesn't count. <laughs> you don't have to blank, Jason. <laughs> Jim's not afraid of telling you who his favorites are. You're his brother. <laughs> yeah. Probably would invite. Uh, probably would. I only him. asked the question because I knew the answer. <laughs> you're you're ahead of Blake because I don't think Blake's even alive anymore. Who's Blake? <laughs> well, yeah, well, exactly. He, he's already been brought back as a robot. <laughs> as a robot. And we saw and, how that and ended. As a, and as a foreigner. <laughs> black. Black. <laughs> God. What the hell is black? <laughs> we couldn't even, he didn't even show up today. <laughs> Well, anyway, also upcoming uh, this weekend, we have The Upside opening. A comedic look at the relationship between a wealthy man with quadriplegia and an unemployed man with a criminal record who's hired to help him. Is that a form of a disease, quadriplegia? He's a quadriplegia. I get that, but it was just the wording. <laughs> uh, Brian the... Cranston and Kevin Hart. Yes. It looks enjoyable. I would not pay to see it, though. No, it looks like something that would be fun to watch once it hits, you know, HBO mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Uh Pop TV. And, and the person who got the highest bill, bi, uh, billing, Nicole Kidman. She got the highest billing on yes. that? Because she made the most money out of all of them. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but so that, that wouldn't even be alphabetical. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the New Zealand world, because it's upside oh, down. Oh, it's upside down. See? Oh, I got you. So you get it, the upside? It's upside down. Ah. Bump, bump, bump. Here all year. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, yeah, according to Jim. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we have uh, no major openings, so we have no buy-sell this week. Well, we did. Uh, the only was Escape Room, and nobody was in that. Yeah, no, probably nobody on the Hollywood Stock Exchange. And I'll be honest, uh, next week we do have people, so that's better. Well, yeah, because Kevin Hart, well, Brian, Kevin Hart Brian Cranston, and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves from Replicas. And to make a long story short, you all arrived. <laughs> and the dog from A Dog's Way Home. We'll put him up. I know how it ends. Oh. It would be funny if, like, the dog's running to the master at the end gets hit by a, ba a bear. Oh, a mauled by a bear <laughs> in the <laughs> middle of a city park. <laughs> <laughs> and the owner's like, I'm good. I'm going to go this way now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not okay. I already bought his replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Three years ago. <laughs> this thing's been missing for eight years. How much life does it have left? <laughs> a dog's way home. Uh, Bryce, Dallas Howard, Ashley Judd. I heard of them. Yeah. Edward James Almost. 
Oh, he's awesome in the Mayans. <laughs> Is he in the Mayans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a... Pa- uh, Jim, did you watch the Mayans yet? Not yet. I'm, he has to finish Winona Earp. <laughs> I'm five episodes behind. Well, actually, I got five episodes left of the season. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it a lot. There's a whole lot. I need a flow chart to get the figure out who's doing what, secrets. <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a mess, but I enjoy it. It's very well done. But it's, it's kind of like the first season of Sons. Like, they're trying to do a lot to lay the groundwork. But I've enjoyed it. And Edward James almost is always good. Yeah, I, I trust I'm going to enjoy a lot what uh, Kurt Suter does. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, let's do some top five. Oh, yeah. The best top five music in the business, baby. On Smooth 98.5. Home of Blake and Ditman in the morning. Oh, yeah. Or at least the Ditman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Ditman in the morning. Uh, Somebody in the Ditman in the morning. Black and the Ditman. <laughs> uh, Jim's going to be a guest uh, host on uh, Black and the Ditman tomorrow morning <laughs> at 95, 98.5 uh, from 6 a.m. till 10. Uh, so be sure you listen to Jim. I'm going to, have to get up awfully early for that. Uh, you're just going to stay awake. Okay. You do that. Uh, I'll be on next week, uh, so that's good. Um, and then uh, Bluck may be back. Who knows? It depends if the government uh, opens or not. So top five this week, top five resolutions. We want for pop culture. Yeah. The, the, revolu- the resolutions we want the world of pop culture to embrace. Uh, also, just to let you know, next week uh, it's our five-year anniversary episode. Wow. Yeah. And I've got nothing to wear. Ooh. You got some comfy underwear. Oh, me, yeah. I me undies? <laughs> me, me undies. undies yeah. Yes. Me undies. This episode not sponsored by me undies, but it could be. <laughs> it could be. Hey. <laughs> should, I, should I write them? Yes. Say, hey, do you want to sponsor my podcast? Yeah. Please listen. We don't have anywhere near the listeners that Kevin Smith has. Yes, we number. do. We're more. We have more listeners mm-hmm. than Kevin Smith does? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Kevin Smith from... Uh, uh, oh, no, no. Indiana? No, the other Kevin Smith. Oh, that one. That, that one. Kevin Smith. Oh, that one. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Kevin Smith, Indiana, who has two fu- two listeners. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. him. We're better than that, Kevin Smith. The farm podcast with Kevin Smith? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also listen to the farm podcast on the Hobie Network. Uh, we, we do have more listeners than the Down the Hall podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Culture Babble. Um, <laughs> more reason. Well, or was it Soapbox? That's what Soapbox. it was Soapbox. I always call it Stumpy. Uh, <laughs> you, you had me. I'm like, Stump, Stump. No, the, Soapbox. The, um, what is it? The KKK one? Uh, <laughs> we're we're, we're, we're listening that. Um, we don't have as crazy of a listeners, though. No. Um, so that's good. But no one wants crazy listeners to buy their products. Crazy. I mean, if you were me undies, would you want somebody crazy to no. go out and serial kill and then find out he's wearing your underwear? If he's only wearing your underwear? <laughs> Is this John the Meat Undies Killer? Is this Gacy? <laughs> He's got smiley faces on it. He's got a narwhal. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, top five resolutions. I'll go first. Uh, number five. This is more for everything. The world word snowflake is never uttered again. I, I fucking hate that word. I'm going to utter it. No, I meant snowflake in the form of pol- oh, politics. I, I know. I'm still going to utter it. Fuck you. <laughs> rip that didn't sound right. I was going to, say, I was going to rip your me undies off. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> well, wow. can I leave before that happens? Oh no, you picked him. <laughs> oh no, well, oh my, well, George Takei. 
I'm going to move on to my number five. This is a broad general one. Oh, I was going to talk more about this, but fuck that. <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Just really, do, do, do people need to talk more about snowflakes? Yeah, you, I mean, sh- I you think... should stop first and stop <laughs> using it right now. I mean, right I agree now. with you. I hate using the word, or I hate the word being used. I was just being uh, it adversarial. Because <laughs> Blake's not here to argue, so Jeff was going to argue. Yeah, I, I thought just... we could have our first argument. <laughs> Can't stay mad at you, Sandwich. Oh. <laughs> Do you have something else to say about snowflakes? No, go ahead. Okay. You uh, ruined it. Okay. Well, my, my number five is don't. Just don't. Think about it. Say, no, don't. Jim, what's your number five? Uh, I hope so fun, I, I just found, I, I thought of an, another one, so I had to hobie it at number five. Oh, that's all I had to say about it. <laughs> my, my first uh, uh, one my, is uh, new top five music. What? <laughs> After I just said I finally uh, embraced this top five music, you want new top five music? Oh, yeah, that's why I wrote it down. <laughs> and the other one I is... I mean, Heno was supposed to give it to us, but he gave... Oh, Heno <laughs> gave it to me, baby. Yeah. His abs. Oh, my God. Okay, and the, my real number five is stop remakes. Just, we, we need... Let's do more original films from Hollywood. Let's... There's there's plenty of good books out there, stuff that we can turn into screenplays, some original ideas. See, normally, I agree with that. The problem is, for a business whose job is to make money, a lot of them don't make money. On a side note, Bautista signed on to make Dune today. Ah. <laughs> Speak of remakes. Well, I'm just saying, you know, like, the things that make money are the familiar and what everyone knows. Something like, well bad example because it wasn't a good film, but uh, Mortal Engines came out, was supposed to do something different, and that didn't do well at all. Right, let's just say, like, something like Avatar came out. That was new, different. That made a ton of money. Stuff. I'm not a big James Cameron fan, but he's doing new stuff. No, he's doing Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5. Well... He wasn't doing new stuff. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's... I mean, sequels aren't as... I mean, sequels aren't as bad as so you're allowed, remakes. You're allowed to see, you just you're don't allowed some sequels and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're see, allowed to continue the stories. See, the thing these is, these original stories, you're allowed to continue them on. Well, and I got a question. Seven. I know you didn't see it, but you said your your wife saw Mary Poppins mm-hmm. Returns. Was that really a sequel yes. or more of just a remake? Sequel, sequel. But I mean, the kids were losing the house. The kids are grown up, and now they're so losing it, the house. it was actually the kids from mm-hmm. the first movie were the adults in this movie. Yes. And they went back and got their nanny who flew who got away. younger I, I, in the I time. Don't, I don't know how. She <laughs> flew away. But she's younger than she was. Hey, why, you why, just... why are you disbelieving that? She <laughs> flew away. She got sucked into a jet engine, okay? <laughs> Shut up. No, that was Sherry Bobbin. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> if you're going to uh, disbelieve, like, uh, get away from disbelief, then... This is where you're going to take your stand, Jeff? Yeah. With Mary Poppins? <laughs> my, my suspension of disbelief, I can understand her flying with an umbrella. I just can't understand her not aging or aging backwards. She was in the make Or becoming land. even more beautiful. Yeah. Uh, number four, Jim? My number four is... No Michael Bay movies. Oh, that's a good one. I can get behind that. I thought about that as an honorable mention for me. But at least one Yui Bull uh, project. Per month. (laughs) Per month. Per month. (laughs) Oh, God, what was the Yui Bull tweet I shared a couple weeks ago? 
Oh, he was talking about making something. It yeah, sounded that, that, atrocious. Oh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> see, that's like, an original idea he has. Well, it was a video game, I think. He was talking about some <laughs> video game. Should I get the? He's like, should I get the rights for this movie? And I'm like, oh yeah, I don't remember what it was though. Uh, Breakout. Circus. Circus no. Atari. Circus <laughs> Atari. <laughs> I don't remember what that is. I'll try and find that while you go on right. yours. Number four, Jeff? Uh, my number four is uh, for the music industry. Mm-hmm. I want you to just... Don't. Get... No, no. That, mm-hmm. I, I, I want rock music to become a little more prevalent than it has been for this past decade. All mm-hmm. the, the, this poppy stuff that's been on the charts and the country music just keeps getting seems to get more popular every year which i thought it already had reached its saturation point but apparently not no so it's like just get rock back on the charts uh my number four is uh mgm sony whatever finally decides on a new bond a new james bond i would that like was to my see my number that. three was it <laughs> yes <laughs> look at that i and you still cho- chose jeff over james me. bond to decide their new future bond i thought they already did Mm-mm, they haven't decided yet Oh, I thought Scarlett Johansson was going to be the first <laughs> black. Uh, black Bond. That <laughs> 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 I was just reading an article about, or a listicle, whatever it is, mm-hmm. about fake news items that people took as real, and it's like, how you people are like screaming at like Onion articles. I'm like, God, people <laughs> read the damn thing. Why would they do that? <laughs> Why would they do that, Jeff? Because uh, that that don't just don't. <laughs> Uh, number three for me is uh, Marvel should make more animated theatrical films, like Spider-Man like into Spider-Man the Spider Verse. Give me a Spider Gwen movie. Yeah, if, if they make them right. Correct. Correct. Uh, give me a Spider Gwen uni- uh, one. Um, Trying to think if there's any other ones I would like. Uh, Nicholas Cage uh, Spider Noir. No, that was the one reason why I had to knock them down a half a letter grade. Was Nicholas Cage? Was it was in his the birthday movie. yesterday. Nicholas Cage. So Happy he's one more, bird. one year closer to death. You know, I got him a bunny. Put the he wouldn't put it down though. In the box. He liked it so much he wouldn't put it down. <laughs> uh, on a side note, uh, I got the Spider-Man video game for the PlayStation for Christmas. It made me stop playing Red Dead Redemption for two and a half weeks so far. Wow, I love this game, and I got the uh, Iron Spider suit like uh, a couple days ago. Oh, the one no. with the tentacles. Yeah, you can take out like six bad guys at one time. It's amazing. So it's a fun game. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, that's my number three. Jeff, what's your three? Uh, my number three is uh, network television. You got your wake-up call by the fact that, like, hardly anything you had was nominated for uh, uh, Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Or a uh, Tony. Well, yeah, nothing was nominated <laughs> for a Tony from network I television. I mean, Christopher Walken. <laughs> but uh, you got your wake-up calls. Try to get better uh, projects that people will like more instead of just recycling a bunch of crap uh, for network television. You know, like our, our free over-the-air television, I would like to see them be more creative. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got like two good shows on network television. This is Us. This is Us and The Good Place. I don't watch The Good Place. Well, you should watch The Good Riverdale, Place. Riverdale, Black Lightning. No. This is Us. A million Little Things. Million Little Things. Million Little Things is all right. The Rookie. But Million Little Things is is, is pretty much just trying to copy This Is Us. Uh, we are caught up on The Rookie. That winter finale is awful. The, he, the is, that one, is that the shooting? Yeah, he killed yeah. the guy. Because he, the guy, What? That, that case 
would be done like within a day, you know, because they have video of the guy turning and pointing the gun at Nathan Fillion's character. Oh yeah, he. I they should have had more on how he deals with it. Correct on taking a life. Wait, rather, the, rather than the cops, like he's worried that that oh, is this a good shoot or not a good shoot? No, it was obviously a good shoot. The guy had a gun. I think it would have been funny if they said no, it's not a good shoot. Nathan Fillion, you're off the uh, the police. The end. That's yeah. the end of the series. Well, didn't the uh, didn't like the commissioner not want or somebody higher up don't want the they kind of soften that lately. Like oh, they man. don't do the uh, captain anymore, not really wanting him on the force anymore, which was good because that was my only complaint. The first couple episodes, the captain was too much of an asshole to him for no reason. I know why. Oh, you know, everybody would try to do it. You know, whatever. Well, he picks the captain as his. Uh, 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 his representative preferred to talk to him yeah. after the shoot. And oh. he's like, why'd you pick me? He's like, because you'll tell me how it is. If I made the right call or not. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> uh, Jim, what's your number three? Uh, my number three was new top five. or uh, New Bond? New, new top five music. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, new James Bond. Okay. Who's it going to be? And number two? And that was my number. Uh, my number two would be, uh, I want South Park to keep up with the momentum they've gained from this season. Really good season? This was a great season. It's it, gotten better. It, well, last season was probably an all-time low. Yeah. Is and that when they were all connecting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they said they won't do that again. And yeah. so it wasn't the fact they were connecting was a problem. The problem was it was, well, with the whole uh, Trump winning, and they didn't know how to handle that because no one expected it to happen. Mm-hmm. And so their Trump stand-in was Mr. Garrison. Okay. And so now they're like have Mr. Garrison as the president of the United States. And, and they just did too much of that. Yeah. Well, the, this year they just kind of they went more on their own with that, more other uh, up to date what's happening, other than Trump, 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 Trump. Yeah. What's your number two, Jeff? Um, my number two is I went uh, with the Game of Thrones coming back in a couple months. Mm-hmm. I want them to correct the boat. From last year's uh, season or season seven or se- season six, yeah, and have a good season seven. I want them to get back to the direction they should have been going. Because, yeah, I just have a feeling that it's not going to be. It, it it's going to be visually beautiful, but the story is just going to fall flat and disappoint. I think you might be surprised, and I, I've never, like I said, I'm not Game of Thrones yeah. into it, because I just never really got, watch, been able to watch it, but I think they might be more focused this year, because they've had more time, and they don't have to worry about filling ten episodes. It's six yeah. or seven. Yeah. Grant, they're an hour and a half long. Yeah. Oh, I, I hope you're right, but the problem is, to me, it felt like they forgot how to write last year. Well, but they're on their own. Yeah, for story wise. Well, the Hobbit, right? And 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 it's scaring me because yeah, I, I don't think, like that. And I'm hoping they are somehow able to correct it. George R. R. Martin forgot to write. That's why his book isn't out. Yeah. Well, that'll come up later. <laughs> that'll come up later. The next one, because <laughs> you only got one. Uh, number two for me. I hope DC Films actually has a plan for their films. I don't care about the Joker film at all with Joaquin Phoenix. I don't care. And that's fine if you're doing an Elseworlds type of war, uh, movie. You don't even have to have them all connect. But, like, Aquaman had one line in uh, about Justice League, which I thought was funny. Um, but that was it. And so I'm like, that's fine. You don't have to have them connect. But I want some, like, lesser-known guys in it. I want, you know, like, Aquaman was not a main character until they made this film. 
And I hope they start taking a chance on that and realize that we can just make good films. Let's just do that. Uh, you don't need the main characters to be in the end. You don't need Joker. You don't need Batman. You don't need uh, Superman. Oh, God, you don't need Superman. Uh, unless Henry Cavill is topless. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. Man. Did I just see something that said, is Henry Cavill the best-looking hairy chest? Or he has the best hairy chest in Hollywood. <laughs> he I'm might. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> Hugh Jackman's up there. Roar. He sings and dances. Uh, number one for me is uh, two-parter here. Uh, Heno and 365 Flicks grew to come to Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. That is my uh, number one uh, hope and resolution for it. So uh, let's let's throw in Pittsburgh nerd, Pittsburgh nerd, and I guess Besotted Geek. uh, Well, and maybe Scott, the Canadian of the year, he can come here. We can come. Uh, Does he have any chores for next week? Ooh, I haven't thought of any. Um, If he couldn't live in Canada, what country would he live in? And if he chooses the United States, what state or region, and why? And if he doesn't choose the United States, it's understandable. Yes. Uh, what's your number one, Jeff? Uh, my number one is I wish people who are writing books, uh, series, mm-hmm. who are taking forever to get the next book out, to get them done, to crack down and get it. I mean, I, I would rather have a good book than a quick book, but at some point you got to shit or get off the pot. We're looking at you, James Patterson. You've only had eight books come out last year. <laughs> in, the, in the past six hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm leaning that towards uh, Mr. G.R.R. Martin and? and Mr. Patrick Rothfuss. Well, there's my number one. <laughs> Gurr Martin. Did you say Gurr Martin? G.R.R.? Gurr Martin. Yeah, mine was George R.R. R. Martin and Patrick Rothfuss. To finish up the stories in their next uh, line of their books. Uh, or, ha- or at least get some solid progress. Because, you know, <laughs> I see these guys doing interviews and doing all this stuff. And they're like, eh, I, I mean, pretty much all I'm getting from them is I'm no farther than I was last time. They did come out with a report that George R. R. Martin changed his book up. Is now a choose your own adventure. I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you kill the dragon? Yes. Yeah. You died. No, no, my <laughs> finger was still on it. I didn't change. Oh, talking about Choose Your Own Adventures, did you watch that Netflix? Uh, Black, the Black, Black Mirror? Mirror I did not yet. Okay. You can choose. Well, yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I uh, My son watches uh, Minecraft on oh, Netflix. I thought you were going to say your son watches Black yeah, Mirror. Yeah, my son not? watches Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have a Minecraft cartoon, and it's the same thing. It's a Choose Your Own Adventure on Netflix. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's kind of cool that he goes through and flips them, and it's a TV series they have on it. Interesting. So, well, at least that's something good that comes. Well, out it was of funny. He was in the he was in the other room and he was watching. And he's like, oh, I gotta go get some from the kitchen. I was like, You only have ten seconds, Mary Pick. Oh my gosh! He comes running in. Oh, I thought you would make the decision. No, I was in the kitchen. I was in the. Uh, Jason killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Saved the princess. Dead. Damn it. <laughs> uh, let's see some t- uh, honorable mentions. Uh, they find something on Oak Island to make Blake happy. Oh, that would be great. They've been finding stuff all season. Buttons. They found gold. They found a a gold brooch this year. Script. (laughs) They found the script. (laughs) Chumley. (laughs) From Pawn Stars. (laughs) What are you doing here? Uh, They found the old man. They didn't realize they buried him on Oak Island. (laughs) (laughs) Chumley. A hundred years ago. (laughs) 
<laughs> See, uh, Pawn Stars is now an hour long. Why? Why is this an hour long? It wasn't an hour long. No, before. it was a half hour, I guess. They so. did hour longs before. Yeah, now it's full full or okay. all new this season. Is an most hour. of them, I mean, you have American Pickers is an hour long. I did. I know, like American. I Pickers. didn't know they were still doing Pawn Stars. I didn't either. I just saw a commercial when I was watching American Pickers, and I like Pickers, but the parts that oh, I got this uh, house for you to go pick. It's yeah. like oh god, this is so bad and so badly acted. No, I. Well, uh, I, yeah. What I don't like about it is the fact that we everyone knows that certain things are stated, that you're not just stumbling across these things. Correct. These things are all vetted before you come out. Why not? I mean, why keep up the charade Correct. that these two guys are driving alone when you got, like, trailers following you? Every place they go is set up ahead of time. My my boss applied for them to come. Really? Look at his stuff. Did they say yes? They haven't responded. Oh, okay. But he sent them tons of pictures of his. He's he's got a lake house down in Cumberland, Kentucky, mm-hmm. or well, I'm sorry, a near the lake house. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, that just for years I keep hearing about his lake house, and I see pictures, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's no lake. Where's the lake? It's like, well, see if you look over those trees in the back. I'm like, that's not a lake house. It's lake adjacent, maybe across the highway. <laughs> But uh, he, he, he's the kind of guy who he buys all this crap because it might be worth something mm-hmm. someday. And we tell him, it's like, you realize when you die, your son is just going to get rid of everything because he doesn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But he wanted Pond Stars to come and look at his collection of American shit. Pickers. Or, I'm sorry, American Pickers. Mm-hmm. So what probably hasn't changed on the show is those guys probably still share the same hotel room. <laughs> I don't think they ever did. What? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, we did. Not have... there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> I don't share hotel rooms. Uh, top five listeners. You do with your wife. Yeah, you do with your with, with your lover. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, if Hema wanted to share a hotel room with you, you would. Secret love. It's not secret if you sing about it. Out in the open, lover. <laughs> I will say these mics have made me want to sing more on the show. Oh, oh crap! I just want to sing. <laughs> it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Uh, top five listener picks: uh, Dev, uh, number five, DC to stop trying to make live action movies and stick with animated films. This is one is really just to piss off Kevin from Three Six Five. I agree, or at uh, least the pissing off Kevin part. Uh, not pissing on, though. Marvel and DC to eh. stop writing comics for the next big event. Just give solid, good, solid stories that run until the creator can't keep the story fresh. I agree on that. They should always do that. The big event shouldn't be what drives comics. Uh, Rob Layfield. It is now, though. Well, they should go back away mm-hmm. from it. And I... Rob Layfield to draw less <laughs> pockets and more feet? 100% agree with that. That's never going to happen. <laughs> Hollywood to quit rebooting, reimagining, retooling classic movies and TV shows. What about Car 54? Where are you? That was a great movie. <laughs> And take some risks with fresh games. With fresh ideas, sorry. Also, stop giving Dave Franco work. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I don't quite understand the evil swipe at Dave Franco. I would rather but... have James Franco not working. <laughs> uh, he respond- When I responded about, uh, really, Dave Franco? He's like, oh, yeah, take James out, too. <laughs> uh, 1B, more coverage of new board games and less on video games. I don't need to hear about 2K, whatever, or incomplete games from EA. What I do need to do is hear about titles, hot titles come out, Spiel, Essen, or Origins. They're less from Origins because of Ohio. Hey. Yeah, take a swipe at Ohio. Shut it. Just because you live in Ohio's hat. 
Uh, dudes and can- Canada's jockstrap, Michigan. <laughs> dudes, one uh, A. Dudes to learn that just because pretty lady is in costume is willing to take a picture with you, that doesn't mean you have free range to touch them or they want to touch your penis ever. H- hashtag Hobie that shit. Uh, he also went on to say, if you're a man and that, you can't be touched either. Yeah. I think this is pretty common, and people still try to do this at uh, <laughs> events. Yeah, he yeah. said, yeah, it, yeah, if you're a man dressed up, yeah, you shouldn't touch them, even though they probably want to be touched. Correct. You shouldn't do it anyway, and that men who, you know, treat women that way should be treated that way against, uh, you know, other men treat yeah. them the way. But But I think if you dress up... <laughs> And you look fantastic, and you're at a comic expo, and people want to take a picture with you. Take a picture with them. Don't bitch about it because you're the one who dressed up, and you look fantastic. And everybody wants to take your picture. Okay, she awkward the woman. Point. <laughs> uh, Calvin and Hobbes animated series on Netflix is an honorable mention. That would be interesting. Would I don't be. know if Watterson would do it, but no, he won't. But uh, damn it, that's your resolution, Bill. Do it uh, from the superior superiority complex. Uh, diversity in movies and TV have made strides in the recent past. But I like to see more people of a particular culture played by people of that culture. They've done a lot better of that. They yes. have. But you still get Johnny Depp playing an Indian. Uh, well. well, he is one-tenth <laughs> Sue. No, he is a person named yeah. Sue in his family. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree, I agree with right. that. I agree with that. And they're like, oh, well, yeah. this was a white person. Yeah, it was, because it was made in the 50s and 60s. That's why. <laughs> The the question though is, does that mean you can't do Hamilton? Ooh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because does, does that mean Hamilton has to you know have people of certain race or ethnic backgrounds play the? People? That's a good question. Just curious. That's a good one for soapbox. Down the hall, <laughs> which is on after Blake and the Dip Man on ninety eight point five, or Black. Uh, there you go. There's our first new episode. It was a long one because we haven't seen each other in a while. Well, we've seen each other, but we haven't talked like that. Uh, and from bad ideas from Paul. If you have a bad idea, send it on over to us at hobiepod at gmail.com or better chance direct message or on Twitter at bad ideas podcast. Did Paul come up with the number for this mm-hmm. one too? Yes, he did. Wow. 123,456. Shoving Riverdale down someone's throat. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, I get it, but I thought it should. I was like, I think he wants it to be one, two, three, nope. four, five, and six. Nope, it's 123,456. <laughs> uh, I would shove Riverdale down my throat, especially those abs. Mm. I just threw up in my mouth. Archie abs. Mm. Oh, can, I, can I add a new uh, resolution mm-hmm. that we just stop talking about Riverdale ever? Oh, yes, that's my new number one. <laughs> <laughs> never gonna happen Never gonna happen Yes, change approved Change approved Flex uh, says no never, Riverdale will never be spoken about on this show Change approved So anyways, I was watching Riverdale And I was thinking oh, No, you weren't thinking You were never thinking if you're watching Riverdale Rog- He was drooling Roger says goodbye <laughs> Goodbye Addendum. Titles for the show. Uh, got it, Jeff? You got anything? I have one thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't do a good job of keeping up with this this week. I just have Out in the Open Lover. 
I have. Is there room for meat? <laughs> Do you like that one? Yeah. And, and because I saw him write that down, I thought, well, that's going to win. <laughs> I have. Uh, is that the line? I think we've done that one before, though. It's flipping and it's flopping. It's patchy. And is there room for meat? So what was yours again, Jim? The meat one was it? Is there room for meat? Is there room for meat? Okay, there's room. That's it. Change approved. That was the quickest addendum ever. It was. Bye. You've been listening to Hobie.